this, uh, I don't want to make light of it, a virus-free show? Well, maybe. It could be. I washed my hands. I also washed my hands several times today. Uh, not because of the virus, but because I'm not a disgusting human being. Of course not. You're supposed to wash your hands minimum 27. That's, the, that's what I always do. I try to make it as, as long as sexual hunters, so please. Eagle. Hello. Hello, Eagle. Hello, Hello PZ. Mocon here. Uh, as you can see, Corona is not stopping us, but are you talking about Corona beer or are you talking about coronavirus? This is now a typo, actually. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eagle. I do have some breaking news. Mo, it's terrible, terrible news. Uh, Mo, it's the news. What's up with this breaking news? Like, it's more serious. It's more like uh, Dave Chappelle breaking Mo, news here. Uh, because of coronavirus, it turns out the uh, production of Fast and Furious 9 is delayed. Uh, it's the saddest news I've heard all day. Were they supposed to like launch it earlier in the calendar year? Not anymore. All right. Fuck you, coronavirus. So the, the the real news, breaking news, is that uh, we just got word what uh, half an hour ago, forty five. Literally half an hour ago, uh, yeah. from the uh, legal team of FPF, that's Simon Dagenet and uh, Rob Cabana, or Rob Cabana. Will, will Simon ever get his own suit, or will he continue to wear his dad's suits? The purple. Yeah, it's <laughs> a lot. It's a lot. Uh, so the, the the news is that uh, right now uh, things are on hiatus for the time being for the FPF season. Uh, the facilities at Saint Laurent. Uh, St. Leonard and uh, St. Laurent and Papineau as Happy well note. are on close until further notice. If and we get any official news with regards to FPF stance, we will break that on the yeah, show exactly. as well. And so. Brossard, Loyola, Bay Durfe, and Catalonia are still TBD. For now, they're saying they're open, but they're willing to, to postpone our reservations given what's going on. So we're going to figure it out. It's yeah. literally breaking news. An email will be going out to captains very shortly, as well as a post on the official page and group. So we'll have more details as they come to us. It's it's literally as fast as it's coming, right? Eagle, produce my internet. So we have, we have games that are coming that are going to be played tonight. So uh, those games are still going to be happening, yeah. but then the games over the weekend and any future games are going to be up in the air, let's say. So I won't miss Kirby Enthusiasm on Sunday then, are you telling me? Maybe. What? Right. Kirby Enthusiasm on Sunday, 1030. Um, so yeah, so jokes aside, that is the update right now with, um, with the situation with the city fields that we use. And I know people are asking, well, what's going to happen for playoffs? Well, that will be uh, announced by the league at some point, I would imagine, the next 24 to 72 hours. It, what they're going to do. Right? I never thought we'd be in a scenario where we'd see no March Madness. Um, That's okay. NBA. Man. No, no, just, it's, but like, you know, it's, it's of course. Sports. I mean, look, the world's health is far more important. Exactly. But, but I never thought I'd see in like something as serious enough to cause billionaires to be willing to sacrifice millions of dollars. You go find a cure. Um, yeah, seriously. That's not how this works. Although, you know what? Eagle, the better, the better Dakula. We have a better chance of finding a cure. Good. Get him to do it. So, but, but no, PC's got a great point. Now. <laughs> that coronavirus has had its one shining moment, and they have literally succumbed the whole sporting world. Like, you couldn't do it after March Madness. I had so many bets lined up. So many bets. Yeah. Well, I mean, but if we had March Madness, would we be watching the games on TV? Yes. Next yeah, yeah. 100%. There's, there's no way I'd be thinking that. I'd be so checked out of the show. All right. Great. Versus, and, uh, and, and on top of that, this is the first year, Mo, and you're going to know this uh, because of my, my yearly complaints. This, this, this year, wow, 
if if sports if sports pick up soon, yeah. this this year was the first year in the last five. I'd be able to watch the Masters uninterrupted by the FPL finals. Oh, it's going to be continuing. You can't watch. Goddamn canceled. Damn straight. So anyway, so <sighs> for the time being right now, oh, I know we're trying to have fun with this. I know it's a serious situation, but uh, so FPF uh, this weekend. Yeah, so tonight's games are still ongoing. Yeah, so if Bay you have Durfe. a game tonight at Bay Durfe or if we have a game at our roster, I don't think we do. Uh, the games are still on. Please go and play your games. But the games for this weekend are going to be postponed to a date that we don't know when. We're going to let you know. Exactly. Can I complain about something real quick? Yes, go ahead. Um, so there's teams that um, are specifically not showing up to games because they're eliminated from playoff contention, that makes you a douchebag. Just show up and play your game. Show up and play your game. No one wants forfeits. No one wants to not have a game against you because you didn't make the playoffs. It's a rec league. Go out, have fun. Now, w- w- did that team who posted yesterday on the Facebook wall on Wednesday prior to the St. Leo games and St. Laurent games, did they end up playing in Laval or no? They did. Okay, so, so they, they found all, everyone played. Trailer but Park did, Bullies, did you not realize they were in the playoffs though, or no? Or were they? In well, War War Pigs forfeited this week. Right, right. How many forfeits have we had? I feel like it's been a lot this year, but there's, just, there's also know, more it, teams. So what ends up happening is there's a lot of teams all in like the same week, but then otherwise it's okay. We usually get like five to ten over the like season. Which, if you think about it, if we play 110 games a week, we play 1,000 games in the season, 10 games, like less than 1%. Yeah. So, Eagle, I have a question for you. Um, your investment into the Nutcracker series at Plastic Art, which you yeah. are your significant other. Actually, so, yeah. is it going down the, the, the tubes because of... I haven't heard anything yet, but let me go check. And for the record, it's You're Grand Ballet Canadien. Whatever. You're welcome, yeah. Eagle. I got, I got an email from the Ballet earlier uh, saying that they may cancel events. So, keep an eye out. Luna performances postponed due to the preventative measures. There we go. Performance of Luna from March 28th, Dancer Workshop, April 2nd and 3rd are postponed. We will communicate dates, whatever. So, so in the meantime, I know as the sporting world comes to uh, a screeching halt, as does the real world, because sports isn't real. Hmm. You know, we do a podcast for a Recreational Football League. Uh, totally real. Totally real, which is real people, but not being paid money. They're True. paying us. True. Not fully, but paying us. Uh, so as we now move towards a new world of uh, of this virus, and hopefully get things in order, and hopefully this well, will yeah, let's let's hope this all disappears in five days and it's all business as usual. So let's conduct a show like a show. as if it's business as usual, and we'll check on some doctors this week. Eagle, about. get your brother online. Yeah, yeah. is Doctor Eagle available? Yeah, probably. I'll get him on there, please. If you don't mind. Do you actually want? To, yeah, you know please. what? Sure. Yeah, yeah why not? Man. What's Rob going to do? What's Legal going to do? You know, fire us. Yeah, we saw how bad it was with me not here. Do you think he's going to fire me now? Exactly. Okay, so we'll get Dr. Eagle on with us in a moment or two. Uh, do we leave him a voicemail like we do with Simal? Uh, I would not. Okay, you leave the voicemail. But then. maybe. No, 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 we can't. Then he's not going to want to take our phone. But what can he be doing that's more important? Hello? Hey, how's it going? Not too bad yourself? Dr. Dakula, it's, uh, it's Pease. Oh, hey, what's up? Not bad. We're calling you on the show to get coronavirus updates. You're the only doctor we know that we can love and trust. You're also live. Um, you're also live on the air, by the way. Yeah. Eagle's supposed to warn you ahead of time, but he figured to forego that part of the procedure. Oh, no. I mean, we're, we're in complete pandemic right now, so that makes sense. Oh, that's that's awesome. Awesome. Um, so calm. Sorry? You sound so calm with us being in a real uh, ultra state of pandem- pa- pandemic uh, frightness over here. 
Yeah, you know, it's just that uh, whenever I'm around me, you know, I'm like, well, might as well try to keep my own cool. Um, mm-hmm. Working That's on making sure my will is prepared and stuff like that. So, you know, just going through the the, the, the tidiness and then once that's done, uh, cry myself to sleep. You know, usual stuff. <laughs> so, Dr. Eagle, what, jokes aside, what is the situation right now with this coronavirus in Canada for matter? So, um, really, in Canada, it's, it's a bit hard to say exactly how bad things are going to get. Um, hopefully, we don't get to Italy point, although, to be honest, we could. The thing that honestly con- kind of concerns me is that over the past few days, we're getting a lot of cases that are coming in from the U.S., um, which to me indicates that you know, we know that they've been way under testing, um, but I anticipate things are going to get tremendously worse in the States. And the question is how many things are going to come up here to Canada? Um, I think the, the, the biggest thing that's really going to make or break is kind of honestly up to the general public. So the whole, you know, people say washing your hands and that sort of thing, but then the, um, trying to avoid, uh, excess crowds. Um, if you're sick at all, uh, doesn't matter if you've got the flu, cough, whatever it is. Um, don't take any chances. Uh, that would probably be the most biggest important thing we can do as an individual basis. Um, uh, I'm not sure. I know March break is coming up uh, in Ontario, but I think in, in, in Quebec it's already passed. I and mean, all that to say is it's that March break now, of reputation. It's kind of last week, kind of next week, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but if there's it, honestly, if you got travel plans, cancel your plans. Uh, I know my brother and I, we had plans that we had for coming up in the next few weeks that we've canceled ourselves. So uh, any little bit that you can do, um, that's probably the biggest thing. And, uh, you know, I kind of joked about panicking and stuff, but there's there's no real need to absolutely panic. I think that... Um, Just kind of panic. From, well, I mean, I mean, it, it, take it seriously. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. Don't uh, don't pull a Rudy Gobert and start licking microphones and stuff like that. Because next thing you know, be in the third hour of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, um, you, can, you can. I would say maybe about one microphone per day, um, but uh, that's that's a strict that's a strict max right there. Um. So one other thing, Mike. I uh, recently was uh, in Cartagena, Colombia. I ran. I mm. made friends with a. Uh, older gentleman who was a doctor um, mm. and as we consumed far too many uh, beers through the night uh, he told me one of the things that we, he was having an issue with already at that, at that time that was uh, over a week ago at this point um, he was saying that uh, do- uh, hospitals were having trouble getting access to surgical ma- masks because people in in hysterics were buying them up at a rapid rate Are you, have you felt any of that just yet? Uh, I would say no, because uh, so essentially, for the most part, the surgical masks that people are going to buy, kind of you know, off the shelves in a pharmacy and stuff like that, those are masks that honestly, to protect yourself, it's completely useless. If you have coronavirus, it'll help protect uh, others from you for a few mm-hmm. hours. Um, but those general surgical masks that you know they wear in the OR for coronavirus to protect yourself, they're essentially useless. Um, so uh, I have to say from that sort of shortage, because those are the masks that we do use ourselves mostly. So for like regular flu, um, other different things in the OR, as I mentioned, you wear those sort of masks. But for things like tuberculosis or for the coronavirus, um, we use a different mask called an, an N95 mask, um, which is something that realistically, if you're a health professional, you've been, there's different sizes for that. So you have to be properly tested and stuff like that. Technically, for them to work, I'm supposed to be clean-shaven, so I'm debating when I'm going to pull the trigger, but I know over the next few weeks, I'm almost definitely going to be looking like a 12-year-old boy because I'm going to be making so, sure that I'm clean-shaven. Uh, 
you're saying that we're doomed then. That's what we're saying right now. That we're, that we're doomed. No we're, 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 we're all finished in like the next three weeks. No. So, so again, so in, in terms of, do I think we're going to have probably, because we're already up to a hundred and something cases in, uh, in Canada. Um, personally, I'm, I, I work kind of right on the border of Quebec and Ontario. So I kind of have to care about both provinces and what the numbers are doing. Now, hold on, Dr. Eagle, um, but, if you had to pick one province to care yeah. for, which one do you care for, Quebec or Ontario? Pick a side, man. This is sports radio. Um, well, like based on who's listening to your thing, so oh, definitely Quebec, 100%. Oh, yeah, for sure. There you go. Play to the audience. I love it. Shane <laughs> Wait, yeah. Uh, I carry on, though. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so, um, what was it before that? I'm not entirely sure. But, no, yeah, so I, I, I guess, I guess look. That we're doomed in three weeks. Yeah. That we're all, all our lives are doomed in three it's, weeks. It's basically the movie Armageddon. I think uh, Eagle and I need to fly into the sun. Yeah, is what pretty I understand. much. I mean, I think well, we have to sacrifice someone. I, I mean, by, by all means, if I thought it was work, if, if I thought it would work, um, I'd be all up for it. Um, but I don't want to like falsely reassure your patient, uh, your I guess your patients, your uh, your listeners to say that if we sacrifice my brother, things are going to go well. I mean, it's not going to hurt. Um, <laughs> so it's something you guys can consider. But um, it's definitely not going to cure things. Um, but I think you know, from uh, what I would say is, you know, things are being passed around on social media and this and that. Um, there's a lot of information that's very readily available from reliable sources. So um, the WHO, um, if you just search up Coronavirus Canada, the top post you're going to get is information straight from you know Health Canada, Health Canada about adult the virus, adult the situation, and stuff like that. That's fairly well up to date. Uh, I mean, those things are updated once a day and whatnot. So not like you know minute to minute as you might get on Twitter and stuff like that. But realistically, that can be you know accurate information in terms of what to do, what not to do. Um, from from most, you know, to be honest, even if any of us who's on the call right now would get it, you know, 90, 99% chance you're going to be absolutely fine. Probably, you know, you might have bad symptoms and be, you know, wiped off your feet a little bit. Um, but for the average, you know, Canadian, realistically, even if they get it, it's probably fine. The issue is that, um, for those who have, you know, comorbidities, health problems on the elderly side, those are the ones who are most likely to get affected. So it's really less for yourself, more for your neighbors, more for your loved ones, uh, people that I'm sure everyone has someone they can think about that. If they would get the virus, chances are prognosis wouldn't be as good. So it's really for those people from a sort of Armageddon point of view and whatnot. The issue is I can tell you right now that um, – Again, the hospital that I'm working at, we're pretty much have been have we've been at over 100 percent capacity for a few months now, right? This is before this all hits. So it's when with if if there's an influx of that, that's when things are really gonna you know shit hit the fans, so, so to say. Um, hopefully, the, the regular flu kind of season is gonna kind of calm down a little bit, and the weather getting better that might help kind of even things a little bit. Um, I you know it's it's a bit it's a bit tough to know exactly how bad things are gonna get. The, the biggest thing is the whole, you know, containing things. And they talk about flat. There's, there's a big talk about flattening the curve, um, which is the most important thing, because that's really going to kind of be the make or break in terms of how bad things sort of get. So this is where are we, um, are we going to, you know, delay the spread of things? Are we going to, sorry, are we going to like prevent the spread of things? No, it's pretty much worldwide at this point. The big thing is how much can we prevent the spread? And it's particularly how quickly can we prevent 
prevent the, the spread. Because if everyone kind of go about their usual activities, you know, going to sporting events, conferences, meetings, travel, you know, all that sort of thing, there's no question that things would just keep going at a crazy rate. Because um, that's where, and I've heard numbers saying about, you know, 30 to 70% of, of population might get affected by the time this is all said and done. From what I, so again, that's spread around and I've heard that quite a bit. Really, that to me, that would be the case if we did absolutely nothing. We just kept on what we're doing. I think if, if we try to do our own part, um, you know, wash your hands, uh, just you know, keep your keep your head on your shoulder and do you know just conscious usual things and try to change your behavior a little bit. Um, hopefully, you can keep things under control. Same All thing. Right. If, if if things come from work saying you know don't work, we're going to work remotely. Listen to that or you know that sort of thing. All right, Doctor Eagle. Thank you so much for uh, flying in here and uh, giving us the. Uh Pros and cons of this virus coming at us. There's not no problem. Pros. So, uh, Some pro cons. Sorry? There's not many pros, Mo. No, there isn't. It's just wash your, hands. wash your hands. Well, the, the pros is that, you know, you're, uh, you're not old. So mm-hmm. there you go. Thank God. Dr. Eagle, thanks so much. Uh, keep on seeing yeah, no problem. Thanks, Mike. Take care. Okay, um, goodbye. Eagle, uh, my internet's not working. <laughs> Produce. Produce. My not working right now. So that was the uh, more attractive, more successful, uh, wealthier eagle. That's the bald eye eagle. The That's eagle. The, the the eagle that uh, the eagle parental units can be proud of. Yes, of course. Well, he's not that bad of an eagle here. Anyway, so let's uh, get back to the uh, topic du jour. It's going to be more of a... I know people are a little bit more focused on this whole coronavirus, thing, which is fine. But we'll talk some playoffs because we're now in the uh, final... Well, whatever's left of the season, final turn of games here. So we'll talk about what is left. The bubble teams, teams will be the one seed, um, teams that we like, that we are not looking confident in going into the uh, knockout stages and stuff. And uh, Eagle, what division will we go with once my Eagle internet gets up and running again? We're going to start off like our broadcast died. Fuck, because I have to unplug the router, right? So hold on, let me go back. That means if we lose the game uh, breaking news story. No, it's still there. Still there. It's just gonna be split up. I brought stuff from Columbia if you want. Oh, nice. Oh, <coughs> Eagle, what's going on the internet? Yeah, it's reloading. Eagle. Eagle, our jobs are hard enough without having to worry about production. Yeah. Come on, man. Step I have to up. unplug the router. When I unplug the router, it kills the internet. What do you want from me? Eagle. So as of right now, the St. Patrick's Day Parade is postponed. Yes, right. If they cancel it, it'll be the first time in 197 years. Yeah, they're going to probably do it in, uh, April, from what I was told, yeah. April or May. But that might be better because you yeah. might get more... Tr- well, but to be honest, like, it's been warm. Like, if this was the weather for d- the parade, that'd be fucking awesome. Because well, I've be been there in years where it's minus 40. It's not fun. I know. Trust me. I know people, uh, they... Are we on air? I hope we're not on air. Uh, yeah, we are, actually. Are we on air? The station asked me to come join the flow. I go, guys, I don't drink. Like, what am I going to get out of this? So, anyway. Get drink a lot of water, stay hydrated. Okay. So, we're back on air. We're, we're, What's going we on here? Back. We're okay, back. So, gonna... we apologize for the glitch, uh, coronavirus interfering with the Wi-Fi here. But we're back. So, we're going to talk some playoff football. Which, which division are we starting with? Oh, uh, Eagle. We go we're going to start with Division six, 6 and 6D because the playoffs are much more complicated than all the other ones. All right, so, so it's a good thing we wasted 15 minutes of the hour talking to a doctor about coronavirus. We have, we have a lot of time tonight, admittedly, yeah. so it's fine. 
All right, so uh, let's talk about 6 and 6D. Of course, it is a melange of the teams being promoted up to the 6 playoffs and yep. teams being relegated to the 6D playoffs. So, Eagle, if you could just pr- uh, clarify the colors that you have for us. Uh, for the course. colorblind at heart. Yes, exactly. Peasy. Okay, so, and to remind everyone how this actually works, because let, let's start with that. Um, initially, for uh, 6 and 6D, we used to have just regular playoffs, and there's a lot of issues we had in terms of which teams actually belong in which division. So if you're a brand new team and you've never played before, you usually end up in 6D, but it was possible you were a powerhouse and would destroy everyone. So we've tried to mitigate this by having kind of a promotion slash relegation system available uh, where you can kind of like dance between uh, both divisions at the same time. So we think that's a better approach in terms of how this actually comes together. So if you're looking at this on the left side, um, we'll take a look at the Division 6 standings. So the top two seeds are uh, from each conference, conference A, conference B, and those four are then sorted based off of the usual time break scenarios so we have suicide squad winnie the bish primetime and pension plan which hold those four top conference seats then you have five to uh 12 if i'm not mistaken which are just there so whichever you see listed then we have a section here from 13 to 16 seeds in division six where we have a relegation happening so these teams are being demoted or moved or relegated is the correct term into the division six d playoffs so they aren't going to compete for division six they're going to compete in six d then of course tank and fortua lamas pajamas Wolfpack, pack to sobriety you're technically as of today eliminated so they're still week 11 to go but I think only, only technically you are absolutely I think Tank and Fortua is the only one that has a chance. If so why, are they, then why are they eliminated? Yeah. Because this is as of today. That should be... Yeah, this should be... It should the be another like, color. Yeah, like a mix of... of on uh, the cusp. Uh, Whatever. Duke had none of the... Turquoise. You didn't have a lot of time. Magenta, like, I think that is. Uh, then in 6D, so same general logic applies. So 17 to 24 are eliminated. I think, again, there is a chance for one of those teams to make it. We have to Which check. Which one? Why don't you research it and find out? Uh, then we, also have, talk, we have a promotion happening where the top two conference seeds, Trojans, what could have been, Lay Studs, and Tropic Thunder, are being promoted to the Division Six mm-hmm. playoffs. So they are taking the five to eight slots in uh, the playoff structure. And then similarly, Kings of the North to MacDoor taking the nine to 12 slots in the 6D playoffs. So this is the way we've structured it. Um, we kind of announced this early on. Pease wrote an article about it, and this is kind of what we end up with. Again, this isn't final. This is if the playoffs were to start today, this is what it would be like. Now, hold on here, Eagle. I'm just trying to understand this. Um, it's not that complicated. No, no, no. no, no. I, I, I see what you're saying, right? But, like, what was the reason to have Trojans, what could have been, Listas, and Tropic Thunder being the eye of the rankings as opposed to let's allocate them the proper. If we think Tropic Thunder is better as a we, we, 10 seed. Then as being an eight seed. What do you mean? Like for example, we we sandwiched those four teams, right? Five, yeah. six, seven, eight. But mm-hmm. are are we basing it off that hey, this is gonna be the slots no matter what? Or yeah, it was we... those are slots no matter what because what happens is Eagle. What slots do they take? They don't take the bottom of the. Uh, they don't take the bottom of the playoff bracket, do they? It's literally written. Oh, here. it's right there. Okay, sorry. Yeah, so they 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 take the middle of the bracket, so. But so the that bottom they half of the middle because if bracket. they go into the bottom, then they would face the top teams in division, which is not rewarding for having finished at the top of the six D table, and it's we also can't put them at the top because we want to reward the people who finish so at the top of the six. They're, they're the number two seeds of the next four. Essentially, yeah, they they yeah. serve as like the 
the second tier yeah. teams, uh, yeah. five through eight, basically. So like, uh, so they still get favorable matchups ish. Although Masters of Coin against Tropic Thunder, oof. but you see, look, Trap Stars as, as eleven, and let's dive into this now. Like Trap Stars as as an eleven seed, mm-hmm. they'd be locked in with, I believe, according to my math, we could have said, we could have been pension plan, <laughs> or what could have been right? Or who are they with? Yeah, yeah, eleven six. Yeah, six versus eleven. That mm-hmm. matchup, I don't, I don't favor what could have been because I. Think oh, I favor them one hundred percent. What could have been are really good, man. The, look, they might dead. win all of the six. They could win all of this. Like they're very, very good. But I look at Trap Stars, yeah. and I like them a lot. Yeah, I, same. I, I've watched them play now three, four times during the regular season. I think they've grown exponentially since week one where they did not look good, and they've gotten better. I think they have their bearings in place, and I think that might be a tougher matchup of the of the eight that we'll have for six going into the playoffs, whenever that might be, mm-hmm. if that is a matchup. Well, but you also don't know where the team is going to slot in before the season. Like no. any playoff bracket. No, but wh- which matchup do you like the most out of this? If this is the playoff matchup, if this is the final one, um, I like average. I like average Joe's to finally get exposed for being false kings early in the season. Man, you really have a few Joe's. One small mistake on this because Duke copy pasted poorly. Uh, well, actually, there's a lot of mistakes on this now that I look at it. Winnie the Bish Trailer Park Boys should be in the Chambole Stud bottom slot. Space Ape Trojan should be up one. Potato Pencil should be up one. Luckily, we have at least a week to fix this. Yes, so, exactly. We're so, missing Suicide Squad versus Fridge Raiders on so this list. So, since Shambola studs, the winner will get through no matter what. I so do. By the way, that's the game I was going to say. I do like Shambola studs. I think Shambola versus Shambola is a really good ma- match for round two by the bracket that we have. If they, yeah, if they, if both Shambos win, Shambola gets direct uh, yeah. right to the final four. Then I, I, I still blame production for not having checked this. He sent it to me while I was driving. I missed it. <laughs> um. Honestly, uh, for uh, those watching the show, uh, the, the the week ends for us on Thursday, so we try and get the most up-to-date information so we get a day to not only process the information but also get the graphics ready. So once in a while, you will see mistakes like yeah. this. But yeah, Chambole studs, I think, will be interesting. The studs, uh, they've been performing as well as we expected uh, from the early season performance. And then the guys from Chambole kind of improving as the season went on. Their guys, uh, who we recognize, a lot of the guys played on the process before. Uh, so it's, it's curious to, I'm curious to see how they'll perform in the playoffs. Wait, so you know, keep in mind just yes. one thing, guys. Uh, uh, all the other divisions in FPF do a reseeding after mm-hmm. every round. So if you're the eighth place team and you beat the one seed, next week you're playing the two seed or the three seed so or the not, four it's seed, a bracket, right? It's a this division six and six D are a true bracket. So if you are uh, average Joes, right, and you beat the three seed prime time, you're not necessarily playing the highest seed. You're playing the winner of eleven and so, six. So it's 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 remarkably favorable for like the 15 or the 16 seed to win a game because then you actually get an easier matchup by the theory of the ranking yeah because of the way you've been ranked yeah um so like that's once in a while you see these big upsets what was the that yellow team from a couple years ago in the NCAA tournament the, with oh, the nun uh UMBC yeah UMBC the, part of the reason they advanced was because they got the the early upset Over then they the actually Virginia, didn't yeah. have that tough a path to get to yeah. the final four yeah no, that's true. It's very, very true. And, uh, it's pretty cool. It makes the playoffs a little bit, a little different. We can uh, only imagine how that would be for the March. We've contemplated week. using a uh, bracket for all of the playoffs, but we figure when there's less than eight teams, it's not as like yeah. important. But when we get to a sixteen-team bracket, we like it has more intrigue to it because if you ask someone to do like a perfect bracket, no one will get the, the bracket no, no correct. No. But uh, look, I look at this match with the potential pension. We should plan. have that as a as like a 
as a contest. And then the winner gets. I mean, her. it is March ish, Madness ish. We're gonna be the only March Madness this year. <laughs> yeah. Ma- That's true, eh? Maybe. Maybe get maybe your team also. fee uh, paid off for not your entire team. Fee, no, but, but like one hundred fifty bucks or something. Bucks off your thing. But here, potatoes pension plan. The plan is rolling. They've won four out of the last five. Uh, your boy Vince Pisano is throwing darts. I think threw for two seventy yesterday. So and about two hundred of those came but, in the second half. That's that's the thing I said when the season started. I, I liked the way that the quarterbacks were sort of redistributed through the league. Everyone was kind of pushed up a little bit, except for one glaring example in all of FPF. And for me, that was Vince Pisano. He's too good to be throwing in this iteration of Division Six. So, look, if he loses, then we'll say, hey, man, we knew Come it. on, bro. <laughs> we knew you sucked, you know? But, no, like, yes, it might be. Because, like, be. like, like, he's basically the only one with that level of experience and, and his, his level of accomplishments, too. Like, he's a guy who's thrown for 40-plus touchdowns, right? He's the only one in Division Six right now who's done that. But that's a tough matchup. Potatoes is not going to be an no. easy uh, draw for them. It's a bad if, matchup for Potatoes, though. Because it, of, it is because of the way they play defense, and because of the way Pension Plan plays offense, it's a bad matchup for Potatoes. But uh, the one thing that does concern me about Pension Plan is that watching their last two games, their defense has been sort of uh, iffy at times. And they played a five-man Kings of the North after their after the Kings of the North lost their guy Turmel to a wildly missed left hook. By the way, any update on the suspension for Turmel by chance? No, I don't, not that I heard of. Okay, perfect. And even with five guys, they saw difficulty playing the speed, and that's where that's going to be the biggest knock for this pension plan. But that's been the issue with them for a while. No question. But when they, they play faster teams, they they struggle. If they're playing a bunch of legion, legion of Zoom guys. They're not going to stop them, and they might fall into that hole of oh my god, we're down two scores, can't make up the deficit. Whereas yesterday or even last week, even though they were down or had a little bit of wobbly at the knees, they weren't in in serious danger. They came back in the second half, turned it on, and then blew away uh, their opponent last night. So. Um, I'm going to take a quick break before we come back to this. So we got the official statement from FPF, so I'm just going to read it out to you. Earlier today, uh, Mayor Valérie Plante ordered the closing of all municipally run sports complexes. Three of our current locations fall under that category. Stade de Soccer de Montréal, Complex Sportif Ville-Saint-Laurent, and Stade Hébert-Dôme. As a result of this latest update, in addition to the latest school closures, we are now postponing all activities as of Saturday, March 14th onward until further notice. FPF will play the originally scheduled game schedule for this evening, March 12th, in Bay Durfe. We will follow up with updated information as soon as possible. Well, actually, as soon possible. Thanks, Rob. Uh, regarding when we will resume play to well, finish out the final two days of the regular the season and start the playoffs. Shut up. Uh, the logistical planning will take place over the coming days in parallel uh, to keeping tabs ooh, geez, your grammar rub, on the public health news trickling down from the provincial and municipal levels. Thank you for your understanding. The situation is obviously un- unprecedented for us, and we will do our best to get things back up and running as smoothly as possible once the green light is given. So essentially, Rob is saying that we have one day to cram all these games because nothing was said about the 13th, which is tomorrow, to get these games all Well, done. I think that was like an arrangement we, we were able to make with the field just to make sure that we get tonight's games. And Eagle, did it actually say municipal? Um, no, yeah. I said Munich. Oh. But there were a few sentences that were terrible. Can we put this <laughs> on the Including screen? one that was, if I read it exactly as it is, the logistical planning will take place over the coming days in parallel to with keeping tabs on the public health news. To with, bro. To with. To with. So he's going, um, he's going uh, Othello on us in his, uh, in his uh, diction here. Okay, so. 6D. 6D. So look, if this was. This one is correct. 
No, uh, no, 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 it's no, I fucked it up too. Yeah, God damn I, it, Duke. I see it. I 10 see 9. It. Uh, no, there's one missing. Nah, yeah, the four. I'm, the I'm four surprised seven rounders. He's missing the seven nine. Nope. No, you have seven versus ten. Missing the five versus twelve. Five twelve is there yeah. twice. It's amazing that seven rounders with a hundred <laughs> plus one seventy five uh, point differential is essentially locked in to the one seed for six. He's good, uh, Eagle. Sorry, what? you guys seen before. Sorry, please. Yeah, we don't need two people on that. I know. Yeah, I know. so. It's amazing that seventh rounders are still in six D with a, with a plus minus of a of a positive one hundred seventy five point uh, differential. I think we might see two brand new teams walk away with trophies in Division Six and Six D this winter this winter season. But are you surprised by that though? Yeah. I'm surprised they're not in. They didn't get promoted. It just so sort of. Here's the thing: if you had to replace one team from six with seventh rounders, who who would that be? Um, it would probably be Tropic Thunder because Tropic Thunder. Um, Tropic Thunder is going to end in either nine and one or 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 uh, eight and t- eight and two, but I don't think it could be argued that the strongest teams from six D are are in Conference B, where you have Le Stud, what could have been seventh rounders. All three teams have a plus minus of plus one seventy five, and what could have been have a game at hand, so they might even stack that further uh, if they if they win their last game. So keep in mind, if Le Stud do lose this game that's coming up, I think seventh rounders can actually leapfrog them for the lead, right? I don't know the uh, the head to head. So I'm gonna check seventh rounders have because they did play. They lost to have what could have been, and, and for Le Stud, they beat Le Stud by 23. So yeah. shouldn't that be considered so, in yeah, the so, so quality they, victories? So if seventh rounders win, sorry, if if Le Studs lose. Seventh rounders do get promoted and lay studs get demoted. Correct, yes. Either way, one of these three teams is going to cause havoc in 60. That's amazing that this is going to be causing teams to really... Because, look, that is an impressive win to win by 23 over a team that might be going to six. But Im- imagine seventh rounders and lay studs might need to wait two or three weeks before they get, they know their, their, their final destiny in the playoffs, right? Like, this is completely unforeseen. This is, we, haven't, we have never had... Anything like this in FEF? I've been with FEF since 2011. I haven't seen anything like this. It is. I well, I mean, uh, the snowstorms that killed it in 08. I mean, yeah, like a couple. That's like a couple of games we were scheduled. Nothing like this. No, but, uh, but anyway, uh, like here's a team that I caught my attention. Balling 60s. Did you not see their video yeah. on IG? I did. These guys are confident. These guys think they're gonna run through uh, the entire 6D playoffs if they do qualify. And look, they have a, a very low ranking, but. Listen, bravado is is not a foreign term for them. They are definitely about that, and they think they're going to crush the competition. Yeah, I, I, look, the, we we all saw it. They they, they do look really good. Uh, they're playing glorious bastards who are a little bit uh, again. If if the if everything stays the same, they would play in glorious bastards, which is a reminder to follow us on Instagram at flag plus if you want to see these stories, including some explanations from referees about how they call calls I guess mm-hmm. penalties some great plays some behind the scenes items for, get your feedback you can enter little questionnaires vote on stuff link to our announcement for cancellations good times yeah so by the way Ball in 60s played Killer Rays on Saturday in Lachine so that game is still on as we speak could change in the next 24 hours because they still need to win and get in they're yeah. there but they need to get that victory and they're more more than assured to get in but please if you get this if they get in could they make some noise as a 15 seed in the playoffs if that's what their rank's going to be? Ball in 60s? Well, again, it, it, I, th- I think so. I'm impressed. It took them a second to sort of get a feel for it. Also, they had two ties. So, like, those two ties, you know, you get a convert here or there that then the, the season's completely different and we're looking at a team 
that's the, that's uh, you know at this point five and four a chance to go six and four and, and is more of a middle middle ranked team than than a low ranked team. Uh, the, pl- the the ties this season really wreaking havoc on our on our uh, on our stand on our standings. You know. Can we go so back to our botch uh, bracketology over here, Eagle? If you don't mind, please. Uh, just wanted to get some more matchups up here. Uh, Kings of the North as a nine, I think, is over overrated because I think I mean they're the, perfectly rated because that's where they ranked. But I understand it's the rank, but seeing them play, the and they're going to win. They're going to win the first game, but they've not played well. But they'll beat Goon Squad. I, I don't know. They would beat Goon Squad if if, if that's the matchup again. Because if you look at their losses this year, uh, again, if they're not Termel, that's a big loss for their office because there were six guys in, in the – someone's uh, beeping you. Yeah, you know? I know. Um, but Kings of the North, I think, would be more of a 11 seed, 11 to 12 seed than they would be in 9 seed because I just think right now they're not a value at number 9 going to the playoffs because they've had some pretty weird games. But again, I, I, I like that matchup for them. So if, that, if, if things work out that way – and you know they have a chance to play Mountain Goat second round. We might see them in in the conference finals. You know what I mean? So Can you imagine so, that. So it's possible, like in playoffs, especially when you're not reseeding, things you know uh, things can get get a little sideways a little quick. Um, so there's there, there's definitely there's definitely a chance again, given the fact that they, they that might be their their matchup. Uh, but should we not c- consider that Goon Squad have won four in a row? It depends. So I'm having trouble loading the pitch. Can you can you call up wh- who they've beaten the last okay, four weeks? Okay, so Buscaneer's not going to the playoffs. Uh, replacements. Which team? Uh, the Goon Squad. They've beaten replacements. They beat Buscaneer's. They beat Zone 6 Ballers. And they beat... Uh, or they lost a big part. They won three of the last four. And they lost, they lost three a wave. wave. Yeah. So the, the impressive win is against Zone 6 Ballers. Um, Which is no five plays at that. But point. I think, but I think also, don't think the ballers are missing uh, players. Yeah, I think that, that was game. spring break week or something, right? When yeah. they had to like get a ramshamble of subs or whatever it was. Yeah. Hold on, let's see. Eh, yeah, no, that's pretty much their team. Okay, that's fine. So that's that's an impressive win. Um, otherwise, they beat teams that wouldn't be in the playoffs. And I think I think Kings of the North are a step up from Bukin Sears. They're a step up from. Uh, from a team like uh, the replacements. Well, they're probably on par with the, the replacements. But there's a, there's a glut of teams that are essentially similar quality, right? Like towards yeah. the middle end of, of the division. But you see, like they either win big or they lose big. Yeah. You know, they they're, they lost uh, to seventh rounders by 20, but they lose to Lenhart's by 27, but beat uh, Here for the Beer by 20. But Here for the Beer was a terrible team. They yeah. weren't that great anyway, so... Here for the beer, I don't know if they've won a game in FPF yet. No, I don't think they have. I don't think they scored even 100 points this year. No, they scored 98. And they have one more game to get 100 if points. If they don't score 100 points, it'll be the second season in a row that they don't score 100 points. And that means they're going to call who? Ghostbusters. You and Eagle. That's true. We didn't go see them. No, you guys did That's not on us. See them. You guys look at Alex Rodriguez. You know his financial show on MSNBC where he helps athletes who are broke and get themselves back on stable f- Finances, you guys are like that for FPF. If if there are FPF players looking to invest their money, I think you should give it to me. I'll manage your money for you. It may not be there in the end, Michael but Columbia. it'll start there. This is coming from the guy who can't remember to do anything. Yeah, it's, it's my life. He's is gonna forget run. that you gave him money. My, my, oh yeah, my life is completely I didn't do anything. run by Eagle in every possible way. So basically, you're giving me your money. Skip the middleman. Go directly. Well, no, no, no. I got I to gotta get a percentage, Eagle. I mean, come on. Consulting. Yeah, services. dollar more. Consult- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever you get, I get a dollar more. So when you look at this uh, supposed uh, 
eight team or eight matches that we have in the sixteen team bracket over here, which is your surefire guarantee that they they will advance with ease, PZ? When you look at these matchups, right? Well, now, I think one. I think seventh rounders, regardless of who they play at the bottom or whoever that one seed is, if it's a stud, if it's seventh rounders, they they should advance fairly easily. Um, I do like Stiff Yarm and I do like Believe the Hype. Th- that side of that bracket is going to get hectic quickly. Uh, there's some good teams there. Um, do you believe we'll have the top eight seeds going through? No. No, I don't think we will. I think I think the matchup, the upsets might be in the upper half of that bracket. I don't think so. Like, like which, which, So which is the high-ranked team that you see losing? And remember, guys, Kings of the North, MacDo, Stop Whining, and Stack Your Roster are the demoted teams, yeah. right? Yeah. So I don't think they have easy matchups now that they've been pushed down. No, I think – and you just took the words out of my mouth. Stop Whining versus Green Wave. I think that's going to be a close matchup. I think that will come down to extra points. Potentially. That- Potentially, but like neither one is a high-ranked team. Give me a high-ranked team who you see struggling in the first round. Okay, well, like whoever the one is, and that's one versus sixteen. No, that's not going to happen. Uh, believe the hype. I think is going to be pretty solid. Stiff yeah. arm. I think we'll have. And we always go back to that five versus twelve. March Madness is always a upset with the five versus twelve. That might be it. That might be it. That Mac Doe again. Mac Doe. Stiff arm is good though, man. He is, but I think Mac Doe just has that. That they have those glitches of success. Where you're like, whoa, because I've seen like them beating play. Hot Sauce Sports uh, yeah, last spring in overtime. Exactly. But the thing is with these guys that they've had some really good moments this year, but then they had some like what the bleep moments, like how they a, a, a 16, they should be 7E team for that matter. So I might look at Mac Doe as being the team to watch out for if they are the 12 seed versus where the 5 seed end up being for that matter. A reminder and that these aren't right final. These are as of today. There's still the games happening tonight, and there's still the games which are now postponed that we need to Where's finalize the, the standings. Where's the breaking news scroll here, Eagle? What? Where's the breaking news scroll, brother? It doesn't fit on this graphic. Well, you can fit it somehow. There you go. There we go. We're back. Breaking news. There we go. Facilities back. All right. Uh, so we we delve into six and six D again. Uh, for those who are just tuning into the show, uh, the FPF have announced that the public-owned, oh, city-owned uh, field, St. Leonard, uh, we Stade have Montreal. Stade de Montréal, we have St. Laurent, and that's it for now, right? Is Laval Faye? also? Laval. No, Laval is not city-owned. Privately owned, right? They are on hiatus for now, and the league will have a, a plan in place to figure out what to do with those games. As of now, this weekend, we do have games in Lachine, which are still scheduled to go. And no, then, no, they're not. They're not. They're not. All activity after tonight is oh, almost everything, everything. Yeah. including Brostar. So right now we are on hold. We are on hold. So you have a Saturday to hang out with your significant other and enjoy that night. As Eagle, Eagle me and you, baby. Yay. <laughs> All right. So look, we look, we hope to have uh, more of a concrete uh, direction by next week. And uh, hopefully we'll have these games locked in and then we'll be on our way for a playoffs. Just be advised. We don't know what's going to happen, but there could be an a, a truncated playoff schedule if we're trying to finish off by April fourth, yeah. April fifth. Just to, for the teams that are still alive, BDR is still alive. They 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 have seven points, uh, so a win and some help could uh, land them in the playoffs. Um, Diablos are Diablos eighty nine point nine and Rossos all eliminated. So there's one team still still alive in Conference A in Division sixty in Division uh, sixty Conference B. 
Uh, Book and Sears can get in. I like so them a lot. Oh, wait, sorry, they're, they're, they're done. done. They're done. They're yeah, done. They're I, done. I, Division uh, Conference B has been completed, so that's all done. In Division, we'll look but at well, Division I, Six. I, I, I sorry to interrupt, but Mountain Goats, if they were to lose, Eagle, mm-hmm. need your help over here. We had the Goats, Buccaneers replacement. They've all played ten games, but they'll all be three and seven, though, yeah. right? So would, would that be a t- tiebreaker involved with those four teams? Then at that, that point, that is correct. Yes, and so the tiebreaker criteria goes wins first, so everyone would have three. Then it goes to divisional record. So right now, Mountain Goats are three and six, but with one game to go. But they're all three and seven if they were to have. But who are they? So who are they playing? They're playing here for the beer, here for the beer within their division. Yeah. So they would end up three and seven potentially. And then it would go to points against. So as long as Mountain Goats doesn't allow here for the beer to score more than 17 points in a win against them. They would hold on to their seed. Anything else will drop who, them. Who would who would leapfrog them? I guess Buccaneers. It would be Buccaneers. I would leapfrog them. Yeah. Amazing. But again, we'll have to hold off on that until we get this whole thing figured um, out. And in Division Six, um, it says Eagle. You said tanking for Tua, but they're listed as making the playoffs in our on our uh, so site. It's because right now <laughs> there's a three-way tie. Yeah. And, and right it, now, they technically stack because your stack your roster is three and three six, six divisional, and Tekken for two is three and seven. So technically, stack, stack your roster is above it, them, but it doesn't. What's awesome division. is both teams have played ten games, so it's just because stack your roster has played one less divisional game. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yep, <laughs> that sucks. That sucks so much. <laughs> Tekken for two, but it also oh. depends on what happens in the stop whining game, right? Because if stop whining win, they go to eight points, and now it's a two way tie. And then Tenken for Tua go into a head-to-head against Stack Your Roster, and Stack Your Roster wins. So, right. yeah. So Stack Your Roster not entirely eliminated yet. Not yet. Exactly. So they, they'll have well, some no, time. Tenken for Tua is basically eliminated then. There's no way for Tenken for Tua to get in. I think you need... Because if it's a three-way tie... No, because you need there to be a three-way tie because Stop Whining would then also be three Okay, and seven, so yeah, and, and, right? and they have less points against than Stack Your Roster. No, because Stack Your Roster has a better divisional record, no matter what. No, because stop like, whining can lose by more than fifty points. Is what I'm saying. Of the lose for by whatever more it is, than 50 and yes. for can technically you guys, you guys lost me on the whole. There's a few weird scenarios there. Yes, exactly. Not right. many. <laughs> Not many, but there are. And then, a few and then uh, just l- one last division mode. Let's take a look. No, Lamas pajamas and Wolfpack have been completely eliminated. All right, fair enough. Uh, on to what division now, Eagle? Six. We're gonna go division three. Three, and then that's for hour one again. For those who are tuning in now for division three. Uh, the breaking news, as it was announced about half an hour ago from FPF, is that uh, all things are on hiatus until further notice due to the coronavirus. Except is, for tonight. Except for tonight in Big Derby. They are playing their games. But after tonight, no FPF this weekend. So you'll have time to spend with your loved ones uh, this weekend. Re- or reading a book or watching uh, Kirby Enthusiasm, which I look forward to on Sunday night. Can't wait. I want to turn on the subtitles. I'll read Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's a great show. That I could do How two you things. Know? I thought you'd be into Curb. Man. I am. I'm just always a season behind because I'm, I'm a little really behind. Busy. I have to catch up on the episodes. Are you a Curb fan or no? He's singing the song. Boom, boom. So are you a Curb fan? Yes or no? <laughs> Can you fucking give them the breakdown? Well, we need, no, the we need to answer the question. Yeah. Are yeah. you okay? Fine, thank you. That's all you know. <laughs> Come on, Eagle. That was a little, a little underwhelming. All Come right. On. So, if the playoffs were to be today, this is your playoff brackets, and of course for Division Three to verify again, Eagle, will this be a reseed or brackets? This is a reseed. So the speed. lowest seed plays the highest That's seed, true, and then yeah. the middle seeds play. <laughs> we have Conference A at the top and Conference B at the bottom. Excellent point. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. So there you go. 
Uh, look, look at these matchups right now, and they're still. What you could say is it's for the audio audience. It's for the audio who's podcast who audience exactly. Uh, there are still some matches to be determined. Uh, commission could get in with Jagerbaum losing. Uh, that's one match to look at as a eight seed, and right now Jagerbaum is locked in with the Brotherhood. I watched Brotherhood play against All Hooks. They finally had their loss, which might be good for their system. Yay! Uh, which look, it was a great game, yeah. uh, and I think if All Hooks were to play Brotherhood again at some point in the playoffs. Um, that would be must-see TV, and it could happen if all hooks were to beat Keep or Lock. Now, if we go back to the bracket again, Eagle, um, this is where I think the, some of the intriguing matchups are. I think the crew, they've had a good run this year, but the Bearskins always conjure up that lightning-in-the-bottle mentality in the playoffs and could they just, go on a run. They've seemed lackluster this season. They have been, no, but they always find that that seam piece where they just go on a run and they get this win. In the first I, I still playoffs. think... Every game is an independent outcome, so therefore, that doesn't mean anything. Uh, look, their history has yeah, has favor for them quite I mean, tremendously in years past. That doesn't matter. But I don't. I want to discredit them as a seven. I think that's a trickier matchup for the crew uh, playing Bearskins than it would be for KGP against Sweat and Beers. Yes. Okay, I guess it can be. It depends because, like, so. We know the the players on Bearskins. We know at, at how how good they can be, and they kind of have the crew, which are a little bit of wild card. Although this season they've looked far improved uh, from an already stellar first first effort in FPF. Um, but honestly, you know, I, I I'm I've become I've grown to become a Neil Ettenson fan. I love the fact that he's able to buy time with his legs. He's it's always fun to see him take off down the sideline. Uh, he's got great weapons, but. Again, watching them this season, it's kind of looked underwhelming, and the crew has been the opposite. The crew has been excellent in every facet of the game. A running gun, throwing the football with ease. They've had a good year, but the matchup that might be the toughest to gauge right now because of the quarterback play, and we have a, a tweet from Eagle. Is that what it is? What's going on here? Disney is closing Walt Disney World, its flagship theme park resort in Florida, because of coronavirus outbreak. The company closed Disneyland Resort earlier in the day. Imagine all the parents on a plane to Disney World. Well, I would imagine they've canceled their trips. If they're responsible, they would have canceled yeah. their trip already. <laughs> I, you would hope so. Uh, Niners versus versus Easy Jake Oven. Well, again, but this is imagining, of course, that these yeah, would be the matchups. Yeah. That's, that's, it's a weird yeah. thing that we do, but let's do right. it. Well, we got to, you know, with this Because Because theory. this might be the last podcast for three weeks. <laughs> let's do it. Could be. But that's a great matchup. If that is a four versus five, I just don't know. I flip a coin, and that's who you're winning. Yeah. Um, it really depends on on um, how Jake Applebaum plays in that game. It, it, that game specifically comes down to Jake Applebaum and whether or not he's able to protect the ball against the against the 69ers. But you know, like Niners, they had their run last year. But do you still buy into their quarterback play of Shea of Harbor? Shea Harbor, because he's had he's always had some great regular seasons, mm-hmm. but then in the playoffs he always has that bleep up, right? I think Shea Harbor is. Probably the most in this division, the most um, matchup dependent quarterback. So there's some matchups that will go favorably where there's just nobody on the field who, who can cover um, who can cover Dean Dimitru, uh, or, or the fact that you know he's able to hit Rico Tolino, who's able to use his body to create separation. Um, but if they're playing against a more physically gifted team. He's not a quarterback who's going to scheme you to victory. No, he won't. But but if he's also a rhythm guy, if he's if he's on point early in the game, mm-hmm. it's really tough to beat him. 
but it, that that also relies on him having the better athletes. I think. I, th- I think he he only gets off to a good to a a, a good lead once they have a they have uh, a, a, you know a big lead. Um, if if we were to see 69ers, for example, let's say they were to advance and then face a team like Trinity or Junkyard Dogs or even or even Dirty Dogs, I think they they'd struggle because because of the, the difficulty keeping up with the top-end talent on those teams. And I believe Niners did beat Dirty Dogs last in the playoffs, winter season. I think they did. I'm trying to remember that. But Dirty Dogs are, and, and, and specifically Ryan Lalinowski is vastly improved from last yeah, season. Yeah, that's not, not going to be an easy road for Trinity if they end up playing the Dogs in the first round. That no, might be a tough one. But Trinity is really good, man. No, they're, um, they're, they are a good team. They're I, just, they're unspectacular. Like, they're going to win every game they play by five points. Right. And they're just going to manage the game to death. But, um... They're they're not a team that's gonna be involved in a lot of blowouts on either side of it. So no. so it doesn't look as dominant as they are, but they've been I, I they've every time I've been around the fields, every time I've looked through their their, their their play sheets, it always seems like they're leading and controlling the games. They're never coming from behind to, to win a game. They they are essentially what you want in the top seed and, and that's what they are. So either way, I think Dirty Dogs would be in for a, t- a difficult matchup while conceding the fact, Mo, that I can see a game script go completely against them. And and, and if this is the matchup, uh, really play against them. So just for now, Mo, Backyard Bullies, weirdly not qualifying for playoffs just yeah, yet. Yeah, that's right. I was but that up right now. Backyard yeah. Bullies can still qualify. Not yet dogs, eliminated. Yeah. Uh, same for Greendale Human Beings. And Pineapple and Express. It. Now, we could have a scenario where we very well could have uh, Pineapple Express and Sweating Bears all be six and four, uh, with e- with either. Oh, sorry, uh, Greendale Human Beings is done. Sorry, I yeah. That. So we can have a situation where uh, Niners could be six and four because they have one more game left. Easy Jacob in six and four as we speak. Pineapple Express, Sweating Bears because Pineapple Express plays Niners this week, so we could very well have ourselves a conundrum of teams all at six and yeah. four. Then we have the tiebreaker, which is now out of our hands, and what will play out for them. But uh, you're right, Dirty Dogs. Still, all they need is a win, and they're in. But for backyard bullies, do they have a chance, Pease, to maybe backdoor their way into the playoffs with some help along the way? To it's get uh, I, I I still can't believe this team has struggled the way they have. Um, they're they're one of the most talented rosters heading into the season, so it's it's difficult to see. And and the fact that overall, uh, Rich Humes has looked really good. Uh, recovering looks finally fully recovered from his injury. Uh, Eagle, I've been buying time for you to bring up the next game so I can see who they're playing against. Well, their dogs play okay. sweating beers and POP plays. Um, POP backer. plays backer. I think. I think uh, as much as I've counted up POP in the past, this has not been their season. So I think backyard bullies should win that game. And dirty dogs are playing against two ammo. Uh, sweating beers. That's a that's a tougher matchup, but I I think I think I see both dirty dogs and backyard bullies winning, and I think that means. We likely will see sweat and beers get kicks out. Yeah, probably. sweat and beers out of the playoffs. That would be that would be intense. That's amazing because they'd be as a seven. So the sweat and beers could, th- in theory, jump up to as high as four if they were to work their way in the point. And as low as ninth. And as low as ninth. Yeah. Going into the last week, uh, looking at Conference B and the brackets uh, that could very well be the uh, opening playoff matchups here. Um, all hooks keep our lock might be the the. Most fun out of the four that we have in the bottom half of the bracket. Yeah, I don't like that matchup for Keyport Lock. Um, 
all hooks just have speed all over the field. Uh, Keyport Lock has become a more explosive offense, but their, their their defense isn't quite as stifling as it has been in the past. Um, they're uh, allowing 25 points a game, and they're going up against uh, one of the top. Eagle, can you tell me how many more points a game all hooks uh, scores than the teams they play against average points against? Uh, yes, I, I know you have that. I just question as to whether or not you have it. Well, really it's almost available. like an even point differential with them, three twenty-five to three. No, no, but I want to know how many more points uh, EZW scores against teams than those teams usually allow. So let's say, well, your team usually allows twenty-seven points, but when you played EZW, did you allow thirty-seven points? Eagle actually has that information on hand. I'm gonna, I'm pulling it now. I'm refreshing yeah. it. Um, Thanks, Eagle. So if that's the matchup, I don't think that's one keyboard locks particularly interested in seeing. Uh, I'm curious about what. Happened during the season when they played each other with um, All Hooks and Keyport Lock. Yeah, uh, during the regular season. Oh, I keep I keep confusing e- EZW and All Hooks. By the way, sorry about that. Keyport Lock won the game, but it was Week One of the season, and it's the way that you'd expect. They and still forty-seven thirty-nine. Yeah, like, but that's the way all when All Hooks lose, that's the way they lose. They don't lose because they didn't score points. Well, all Hooks have won four out, four out of the last five. And yeah, they look they look good. They look prime for maybe a run in the playoffs and. And again, it's, no, it's a reseed, but here's the thing, right? Jagerbaum and Commission are still in it for the eighth seed. And I know we've we've banged on on uh, Commission because they're rotating cast of characters, but can they somehow get into the playoffs at the expense of the Jagerbaum, who have always had their number in years past? Um, I'm going to say something. I don't even know if it's controversial. Let's pretend it's controversial. If... Commission, um, are, get in, get in, and are able to even do anything in the playoffs. Even if they just get in, Corey Wolowski is the MVP of FPF. This team is not uh, a prime Division Three team. The roster itself, again, given all the, the pieces missing, given the fact that everyone else really, really seems to have uh, a couple of true stars, and that is what Commission's missing. Um, they don't have any up-and-comers. They don't have any uh, top-tier talent. They're just relying on sort of you know good, steady talent and uh, wizardly performance by, by Corey Wawaski. Uh If they make the playoffs, Corey Wawaski, MVP of FPF. By the way, they tied each other 26-26 Commission and Jagerbaum. So, yeah. I mean... You wonder, it, 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 I mean, we talk about ties and how it could be uh, detrimental for teams out here. Well, it's not detrimental in this case because the two teams that tied each other are the two teams fighting, yeah, exactly. <laughs> fighting for positions. So it's the best case scenario for both. Uh, but Commission faced Martin Leflag, which, That's I, a tough matchup. which I think is a brutal matchup yeah. for them. And Jagerbaum, I believe uh, they have, I forget who. For those team. watching, please excuse us. Our internet is incredibly slow tonight. Yeah, they will play Alonzo Ballers. Alonzo Ballers. So I think Jagerbaum have sort of the inside track. And look, if Jagerbaum gets in, I mean, look out. We know their back, uh, back history of how they do well in playoffs. And they always put together a string of wins to make themselves uh, relevant to go to the Final Four, if not to the Final itself. So who knows? That bottom half of the bracket Peace before we go to hour number two. If you were to look at it right now, if the one seeds of Trinity and Brotherhood, the path to the FPF final, who has a tougher road? Just looking at the brackets as a whole. With if this were to, to stick right now. If this were to remain the case, I think anyone from 
the top part. I think, you know, Trinity, Dirty Dogs, Easy Jake Oven, uh, 69ers, KGP. There's a lot of really good teams up there. Even just having Junkyard Dogs at number three. Uh, Junkyard Dogs are just an annoyingly difficult team to play against. Oh, junkyard Dogs. Uh, I think anyone having to go through that is going to be battle-tested uh, by the time they get to the finals. Who has the easiest road to get to the finals right now? I mean, we don't know because it's going to reseed. So let's say Conference B. Because it depends on, what, on all the outcomes, right? Because VCs on like yeah. six. Well, we'll see what happens. So hour one in the books, of course, um, we had some real life discussion about the coronavirus. Uh, for those who are just tuning in, uh, as of t- after tonight's games at Bay Durfe, we are on hiatus until further notice with the uh, uh, coronavirus outbreak uh, that has uh, impacted the entire world. As we've seen the professional sports level shut down and now the um, recreational league is shutting down. So uh, stay tuned, sit tight. Uh, we'll have we'll have a plan in place, uh, which will be released by the FPF at some point. I would imagine uh, with proper course of action before we announce it. So hour one of the books, we head off to hour two to preview what again, Eagle. Uh, that'll be Division Five A, Five B, Coed One and Two, as well as the women's division. All right, perfect. And then uh, we will continue on with the updates if we do get any more about what is happening with uh, FPF as we are on hiatus after tonight. Stay tuned. Hour 2 comes up. Hour two, uh, following Audible, it's a more of a serious tone with 
a little bit of a jokes on the side as it is hour two of calling audible and for those looking at the scroll below us pz eagle and i in studio uh games are postponed until further notice uh story broke after tonight after tonight's tonight. games are still in effect so yeah. if you haven't left the house yet thinking your game is postponed get your ass in your car to get to your fit. game yeah uh the games are still on tonight but they will be postponed after tonight moving forward until further notice yes. short term no games long term we hope for the best that we can get back uh to we having FPF games because we're at the end of the season. And, of course, playoffs are literally at the doorstep for us to enjoy, which we all do uh, for the Roadshow in Brossard, which is slated for April 4th and 5th. But right now, everything up in the air until further notice, and we'll have a course of action laid out for you. All right, so Eagle, Hour 2, we have Co-Ed 1 and 2, Women's Division, and... 5A and 5B. 5A and 5B. So we'll dive into 5A and 5B. Let's get into the uh, brackets. If this were to be the playoffs today for 5A... Um, this is what we have. It is a uh, reseed, as I asked the question, hour one, which I realized it was on the screen. Oh, well, before we go on, yes. anyone who uh, doesn't listen to the entire show, which is a large percentage of our population, uh, those who listen to specific hours and you don't play in Division 6 or Division 3, if you'd like to hear about the coronavirus uh, from a medical professional, we actually interviewed a, a doctor, uh, Dr. Michael D'Aquila, uh, Dr. Eagle, as we'd like to call him, uh, about the coronavirus uh, and the uh, potential issues with uh, this contagion uh, and so on and so forth. And Mo, with that now said... Uh, all the housekeeping is done and we can get into the show. Now, two things before we get into this. So one, I realize the world's coming to an end, by the way, he was yeah. describing it to us. And two, who is Touch Lungs? Touch Lungs? Touch Lungs is the name that... Duke, man. I, I know you're in a rush, but no, come no, on. No. Duke's a smart guy and Duke is our autocorrect. Eagle, go on the site, change Tough Lungs to Touch Lungs. I'm going to check to see if I spelled it properly in the Excel file. If you spelled it wrong, you're changing it to I Touch Lungs. I spelled it wrong. It's me. <laughs> Change the name to Touch Lungs. That's it's funny. an instruction. Uh, that actually might be a better name than Tough Lungs. <laughs> touch Lungs. Very appropriate given the severity of the coronavirus. Uh, which, by the way, uh, for teams who have not yet read the article, uh, some of the stuff may have changed, but on Wednesday, Will Power and I came up. We uh, discussed the power rankings, of course, but also we discussed the teams on the bubble uh, in great detail, probably more detail than we'll get into tonight. So if you haven't yet seen that, uh, if you haven't played yet, great, check it out. If you have played uh, and we were wrong and you want to laugh at us, please feel free to do that as well. All right, so right now... Um Teams still in play for a playoff spot. Uh, big baller brand still alive at 4 4 1. They could jump Spartans and Ice up for maybe a 7, if not 8 seed. And a big baller brand, their game that they have in their last uh, week, whatever, week 10, week 11 of the season, they would be facing as my computer loads up and I buy time trying to get this computer loaded up, ready to go. They well, would like face. The stall? I like to stall. You like to stall all the time. Uh, they would face Big Ball Brand as a as a number nine seed as they would move up at least by two spots. Here would be who Eagle. My computer's stalling. So, uh, Big Baller Brand is playing Empty Loud. Oh God. Yeah, that's not a fun one. That's at not all. gonna be fun at all. Okay, so let's get back to the back. Who do then. who do Ice Up have in the last? Game? Ice Up are playing uh, Voodoo. Voodoo. And Spartans play? Spartans play Longhorns. Longhorns. Oh, so. they are in the pole position to get that 7-8 seed right now. Yeah. They are. Spartans did, held their own for most of the game against MTL Loud. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. Look, Spartans are going to be... Uh, Is Tip Top Shea possibly in trouble? With Terry Tamp? 
Yeah. No, well, Terry Tam, I think, has been released from the roster. No, but Spartans mm. beat Longhorns. They win. Ice Up beat Voodoo. They win. Big Baller Brand could potentially beat MT Loud. I'm not saying they will. And then they would end up with 11 points. Tip Top Shape are playing SCLSU Mud Dogs. Now, maybe that's a, a, not a loss. But if they lose, they're potentially fighting with Big Baller Brand in a, in a tie, right? Yeah, yeah, they could, but did they play each other? That's what I'm going to check right is, uh, now. They played week one, Tip Top Shape one twelve six. Yeah, okay, so they're staying. So either way, Tip Top Shape is pretty much guaranteed a spot. Yeah, Big Baller Brand's only chance is really a jump up on Ice Up or Spartans. Which is not looking... Which is not looking good. No. They have the toughest matchup, and, and uh, you know, Ice Up sort of got position on them already. Uh, so a tie even gets Ice Up into the playoffs. And uh, I believe uh, on the bottom half, Conference B... Uh, the YU uh, could get into the playoffs here at the expense of Tough Lungs or Touch Lungs, Rancers, and Ducks and Covers. What's with all the ties in this conference? Well, here's the, let's think, right? <laughs> Ducks and Covers could get in. As, with Would this be the first time ever we have a three-tie team in, in the uh, playoffs? playoffs? Eagle? A three-way tie? No, a, three, a team with three ties going to the playoffs. Oh, uh, yes, because the only other time there's been a team with three ties was lockdown in spring 13 or spring 14, and we missed playoffs. So, yes. You also haven't given me the advanced metric that I asked for. That's true, eh? Hour one. You asked for a metric regarding the EZW. number of points scored by all hooks. All hooks. EZW. Got that every time. Uh, they're averaging 32.5 points for a game. Now, uh, and, and their their opponents typically allow. Uh, their opponents typically allow 23.13 points. So they they put up 11 points more per Nine. game than their opponents typically allow. But that's not for this hour. No, that was for last that hour. One. Just to say, Jeremy White, if you're listening, that's information for you and your boys. I uh, could. If own, unknown talent were to lose, Eagle, mm-hmm. they would be tied with the Bruins at 7-3. and three. Mm-hmm. Would the Bruins jump unknown talent for number one? I think unknown talent beat them head-to-head. If I, I was at the game, and I think that's what I remember yeah, from the, the Bruins have had some weird losses. They lost to Arouche. I remember scorekeeping that game. Uh, yeah, unknown talent beat, beat Bruins. It was a t- I remember it was Yeah, 25-18 Wiseman. week four. Right. I was talking to Gab Wiseman after the game. He found it a, a particularly tough matchup. Yeah, so the Bruins, like, and we'll get back to the bracket now since we have our, our uh, one in your end situation here. But the Bruins, they've had some weird, like, games this year. I remember they lose to Arush uh, back in the middle part of the season, I think back in February. But then they had difficulty playing the Fighting Tigers. They lose to GLC. Uh, Ducks and Cover, they blow them out. And then they uh, beat Bro- Brotherhood Light. But when you look at this, if this were to be the playoffs today, uh, the Bruins have a tough two versus seven matchup. I, mm-hmm. You know, touch lungs have guys that can break open games. But can both those quarterbacks, I give favor Gab Wiseman in this situation than I would with Matthew Lerner. But can Gab Wiseman go to anyone else not name Zach Zorn in this offense? Yes. And we've seen it. There's been games where they've had uh, different guys, uh, you know, be the hero. Alexandre Saint-Arnaud, is one of those guys. He had three touchdowns a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Louis Bejean is on this team. Nelson Pereira is a guy who helps, uh, who can help move the chains, although he hasn't played much offense this season. He's had some INTs, um, though. Sorry? He has some big time INTs, though. Who has? Uh, Nelson Pereira. 
I think he had two against Ducks. Yeah, well, he's, he's a very good player. He just he doesn't get on the field as much because the team has a lot more talent than, they, than they've used to have. Um, I would say a bigger issue with that is touch lungs. Touch lungs, uh, if it's not Justin Lerner getting the ball from, from Matthew Lerner, uh, I, I, I like Olivier Dolores. Uh, I always thought he'd be a great complimentary piece. And he's almost like a – he's complimentary, but – by a long shot, like the the yeah. gap between his usage and Justin Lerner's usage in his offense is massive. Yeah, th- no, no question. And I mean that that bracket of touch lungs Bruins, but Rancher's Glow Gang might be first one to fifty wins. I in think that those, game. Yeah, yeah, I think those teams can put up points. What's strange though is is Glow Gang is mostly uh, CJEP DBs. Yeah, pretty you much. You know, like they're 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 team that should be a very very defensive team. Um, and they, they allowed 196 points, but that's also including uh, a forfeit win uh, early in the season. So um, that's a little distorted, but that's that's still a solid that's still a solid output. Uh, I know they lost K Squad though, which is the worst team in. The yeah, division. but like so, but that's Glow Gang. They, they they have a bunch of games where they don't take it seriously. We've seen that before. We saw that before when they had. Um, Arnold Desjardins, quarterback, losing to some of the worst teams in the division only to uh, then go on a tear and win a championship. But that's the thing. They, had they won that football game, P's goal gang, they would have had 15 points and then at the present moment being first. It doesn't seed. bother them. They don't care. I, again, I, I've seen it. I've seen them play. I've seen them finish the, a season five and five because they literally screwed up. the fir- They literally screwed around for the first five games of the season. I think that bottom half of the bracket is a lot tougher. Like those, all those teams... Yeah, listed, well, well, no can, doubt can go to the finals because even Rancers can win that game. That's that's not an easy game for Glow Gang at all. No, it isn't. And if if this again, provided that these uh, rankings remain, um, yeah. So and we talked about Levoyu is the only one that could jump up, and Levoyu Levoyu I think might give unknown talent more of a uh, a challenge than Ducks and Cover just because of the matchup. Ducks and Cover not a particularly speedy team. Live while you have a lot of athleticism, just haven't figured out all, how to use all the pieces just yet. Again, a reminder, these aren't the final yeah. standings. There's still some games left to play, but this is as of today what would happen. Yeah, and uh, for those games to be determined, we don't know when we're going to play those games. Uh, in the upper half of the bracket, uh, MTL Loud, tip-top shape. I think MTL Loud might have uh, the uh, best of the four matchups uh, in that upper bracket. Uh, Tip Top Shape has been too erratic for my liking. They've had some crazy weird games this year. And I just don't know if they match up well with MTL Loud, who I believe had crushed their hearts back in January when Terry Towns playing for Tip Top Shape. Yeah, well, MTL Loud is going to be a tough matchup for anyone. Like I said, I I, I like, you know, if if they have a rematch against Spartans later on, uh, that would be fun because Spartans really, really took him, took him uh as far as they could go, Buffalo Wild Wings vastly improved. The U, of course, we know what they can do. And man, ice up. There's not a there's not a scarier eight seat to see than ice up, in my opinion. And they could run. They could it's run. It, it's insane to me that this team is at eight. Uh, I know Jordan McInnes, who is probably one of the most one of the least guardable players in FPF because of his just his size and his hands and his his ability to catch the to to, to high point the ball. Uh I know he hasn't played much for the team this year, but still the, the Marini brothers, uh Shaq Lattimore, that's that's a ridiculous, ridiculous team to have to face. You know, if this holds up and it's iced up against part of my swag, it's I think it's gonna be another first round exit for part of my swag with Brad Evans oh, at quarterback. Poor PMS man. Like they They just always catch the worst matchups. Yeah, it's insane. Man. Do you think he should pick another animal to wear on his shirt instead of the flamingo? 
Oh, I mean, maybe it's just a bad go. Luck I charm think right they, they should just give it up and go for Hawaiian shirts. Brad Evans, we all know it's deep inside you. We all know you are the hula man. The Andy Reid collection. Hmm. Yeah. No. You realize whatever you said there, I was gonna follow up with. Hmm. Yeah, no. I just gold bloom. That's what, like you say a thing, and then my way of supporting you is I gold bloom around you. Right. Hmm. Interesting. Right. Yeah, the Andy hmm. Reid collection. Yeah, I feel bad for PMS though. They're, they're not not the easiest. Um, well, again, role. it might change. It um, could change. Yeah, I mean, like ISIS got has uh, got to win. If they win, they're in. But if they yeah. lose and Big Bar Brand jumps them, oh boy. It's, but like, uh, think of it. Like part of my swag. Might end up facing either Spartans or ISA. Um, I feel both of those are just terrible, terrible matchups. Not the his matchup. No, not at all. But like right now, again, it's still temporary. We don't know what the final matchups will be. But yeah. again, the bottom half of that bracket is a lot tougher than the upper half of that bracket moving towards uh, playoff time, which we'll find out. Uh, find- and you know that they might not finish as the one seed, right? Because part of my swag, uh, the top three teams have. Uh, games to play yeah. part of my swag has Buffalo Wild Wings not an easy matchup uh, what are the other two and Eagles let's not forget if Buffalo Wild Wings were to win Balls they... Deep has the U and <laughs> MT Loud like we said has Big Baller Brand but let's not forget Buffalo Wild Wings if they were to win they would be 7-3 and three, tied with PMS at 7-3 and three, and they might jump them I mean there, there's so who so let, let's say right now and we the know U. the matchups what's your prediction for 1-2-3 in this division I'm going to go MTL Loud 1. And Buffalo Wild Wings could end up 7-3, and the U yeah. could end up 7-3. I'm going to say MTL Loud 1. Okay. I agree with that. I'm going to go Balls Deep 2, PMS 3, Wild Wings 4. You, you know, you and Wild Wings, it's, you know, they're going to be the 4-5, I think. And that's who I think it's going to be. MTL Loud will be your one seed. Yeah, the, the points against help part of my swag. Um, and MTL Loud's points against if they win and the other teams lose won't matter. Um yeah, I, I kind of kind of agree with you. Mo. Uh, maybe Buffalo Wild Wings ends up at three, depending on how uh, well or poorly Balls Deep plays. I know, Eagle, I know you won't know this offhand, Eagle, but would this be the first time that we see a conference, not not the league, but a conference have all eight teams, perhaps two games above five hundred? Well, because I we, mean, we always had that four four five and one or five and five. We never had teams. Like literally above five hundred, like a three and seven point. in some cases. Yeah, exactly. Like we never have that. Made a championship once, <laughs> actually multiple times. Um, I don't think it's been done many very often. No, no. I don't think it has been no. done. Like we, whenever a lower seed gets in, it's either a three or four win team. This is the first time I think we might have uh, all eight teams at six wins or more, and that could bring more intrigue for that division. I mean, the five B rankings, Eagle, as we move towards that again. This is only. Uh, a present moment that could change with uh, some teams having one game left in their schedule. Uh, it's a reseed, as we mentioned before. But, please, your thoughts on what could be the uh, playoff matchups in this side of the bracket. And just before we get to that, there's a lot of games left in this. There's like a full week 11 of games, plus there's a game tonight between YSL and Mean Girls. So, there's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. There's 12 games left. So 24 teams are missing a game's played in this. You're um, you're going to make me talk about 5B even though my heart's completely broken, huh? Yep. Yeah, I don't completely care. Completely broken. Yeah, I don't care. Um, okay, well, looking at – let's take a look at who can still qualify. In in, divi- in conference, Samo, uh, whack attack on the outside looking in. Um 
they would require no they're eliminated no they're eliminated yeah no matter so the, no matter, even if there was a tie at four and six they'd be out i believe so yes because of the divisional record okay so well, my the way I've the way I've looked at this, there could potentially right now there's a three way tie. Well, what, what if Aton loses a divisional game? Lockdown is is playing a divisional game. So let's say Lockdown loses and Aton loses. Then Lockdown finishes four and five, and Aton finishes four and six. Well, you four, fish, four 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 is greater four than four hundred. So Lockdown actually gets in in a three way tie. You did that on purpose. Nope. Yeah, that was all you. Nope. It just worked out that way. All right, so PZ, I'll ask you because uh, you're the objective one here. Does lockdown get in as an eight? I don't even understand how they won four games. I'm so surprised. I thought they were zero the, and nine. To be honest, for with the you. for the games coming up, lockdown is playing the Southside Speedsters. Eight Town is playing the Warriors. So, it, oof. oh boy, Elves, baby. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna end up ass backwards in the playoffs. Yep. What is the odds that that we have coronavirus locking down the FPF that Eagle makes the five v five? I mean, I'm playing touch and parley first round, so that doesn't start off well. Um, but so the thing is with with lockdown, uh, I analyzed the schedule when I was writing up that that write up for Division Five, uh, and I'm not sure if you saw it, Eagle. What, what's interesting is lockdown won all the games where they would quote unquote be favored to win. And lost all the games they were not favored to win, where they Correct. were the underdog, right? So they perform exactly as you perf- you expect the team to perform. Um, they just got the benefit of playing the goats, for example. Uh, and so you guys, you guys, if I'm not mistaken, you faced the goats, you faced Brewers. Yep. Um, and you had uh, okay. What were the what were the wins? Or the game that you got the OC and we I think beat, in Brossard. We beat eight. Yeah, that was the goats. We beat A Town. By one point. Actually, all our wins have come by one point except against the Brewers. And we beat... There was one more team. You beat Goats. Yep. You beat uh, Mean Girls before they made the change of quarterback. Yeah. You beat A-Town. That's uh, right. Yeah, you beat A-Town and you beat Brewers. Yep. So all the teams you've uh, 12, beaten 13, are 14 eight, and 8. Yeah. Are, are 8 or lower. Are yep. 8 or lower. So, Unreal. Um, again, by benefit of the schedule, um, lockdown is... Gonna, I think, gonna get into the playoffs because, oh my dear, it's a t- Southwest Beasters are not a great matchup for you guys either. No, nope. because uh, the that. points, the points against, in, indicate what I've seen on the field. They're just fast, athletic. They can lock down your top and guys. And we played them last fall, and my God, was that a bad game? Yeah. Oh boy, I can imagine. Yeah. Uh, but A Town have Warriors, and I don't think that's a good game for them either. No, Warriors uh, were. Are, are but A Town. But if you guys both lose, then lockdown gets it. Lockdown gets it. That's nonsense. <laughs> So if you both lose, you jump up two seeds. Yeah. yeah it's unreal. <laughs> Eagle, how did he mastermind this? I yeah. mean, technically right now we are the highest seed. It just doesn't throw by divisional, right? Because we're technically 500 in divisional, whereas the other teams are less than 500. So we're already technically eight seed, but yeah. So would, would uh, Rob be more nervous having you in the final? They won't make the final. <laughs> or right now with this coronavirus thing right I now? I just want to get an extra game played. Yeah. They won't wait to, just looking I, at the I other teams. Do. I just hope we do because it'd be chaos for us. Yeah, because Eagles refuse to train anybody. Yeah, but for the first two, what first three hours, it'd be chaos because Eagles are gonna be in Eagle mode. Well, we'll just we'll put his game last, and then not broadcast it. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, we're on a blackout here. We can't broadcast the game. We didn't sell enough tickets. No, we didn't. Um, so we had the blackout effect. All right, so look at the um, the brackets here for A and B. I know you don't like them at all. Honey Martin versus AF1. Um, I so AF1 was another team I covered in my article. 
I can't believe that a team that is this good, returning with with uh, with Simon Blay at quarterback, and adding Phil Angers, has only managed to be all right and barely make the playoffs. Um, I I think AF One is one of these teams who's like a lower to mid seed who might just run the table. Um, they're a better team, I think, than Honeymoon. Did they play during the regular season? Anyone? I was just on the page right now. They so like Eagle, knowing that I have internet issues, yeah, they please did. start looking stuff up as I'm Honey talking Martin about. Honey Martin won it. by 16. Sorry, they won by 16. Who Honey did? Mar- Honey Martin. Honey Martin. Yeah. That, see, I don't understand. I don't understand because Air Force One to me is one of the best teams in uh in division. And Air Force One. And that does, was last week, by the way. Yeah, like uh, literally last week. And Air Force One does have one game left on their schedule. Simone Blais went 12 for 24, two TDs, two INTs, 124 yards. Mark Bellini, 11-18, So the thing is with... Mark Bellini is really good, by the way. He's, he's what's keeping them afloat, even though they often have some of the easiest matchups in FPF. You know? uh, just to give you a heads up here, guys. Um, Air Force One, if they win, it can move no higher than six because right now Griffins are in five at 12 up, yeah. points. But if they were to lose and Chocolate Barracudas were to win, uh, Green Monster 2.0 and Brook Boys were to win their games, uh, Air Force One will go from a six to a nine seed in a matter of minutes. You know what's the weird thing? What if is you the actually weird look thing? at the win percentage, like the strength of schedule, a lot of teams are like in that middle pack. Like we said, like Lockdown has an easy schedule. We're actually middle of the pack. Honey Martin, middle of the pack schedule. I know. Warriors actually had I'm the ref- easiest schedule. I'm refer- Brewers had a very easy schedule. I'm referring to the. Uh, A-Town had a very hard schedule. I'm referring to how uh, Air Force One. Uh, sorry, how Honey Martin started the season where they had a, a lot of easy games to start. What was Hot Sauce Sports? I'm curious. Uh, Hot Sauce Sports is near the top. I think you're sixth or eighth. Yeah, it at, felt, it felt uh, that way. Justified why to make the playoffs. 547. Well, justified. when your quarterback's not there for two games. Justified. I was there. completely irresponsible. Well, I flew during coronavirus <laughs> to a country not particularly affected, but still, and abandoned has, my team for two weeks. Has South America been impacted at not all? Really. Like Joe's side, are they been in the... When I, was in, when I was in Colombia, there was uh, one case, and it was uh, not near the coast. It was uh, in Medellin. Okay. At the uh, famous house of none other than our boy, the late, great... Drug kingpin himself. Mm. That's like calling Hitler great. So don't do that. Well, some people think he is great. Yeah, I don't think he is. I mean, there's some there are people who think Hitler he was is. great too, and I don't. I we know. don't lie with them either. No, I don't. So I don't we, we should great. avoid lying with dictators. How do we get on this? Let's <laughs> talk about football. Well, we are talking about football. Well, you know, Colombia is big on football. The European version that is. That's some good, Boo! good backpedaling. You, you covered that up real mm, nice. That's, wow, Bo, that was professional. That was of awesome, course. man. Of course. Holy shit. Boo. Yeah, you can boot me all you want. All right. Um, look at these matchups now. Uh, AF1 could fall out, but we'll see what happens in their in their next game here. Warriors are clicking. I think they are are, are humming along here. Uh, big win for them yesterday. Relatively easy win for them yesterday uh, in their pursuit of getting a high-end seed. But the thing is, when I look at the Warriors right now, uh, their side of the bracket, if it ends up being what it is with the high-low here, uh, they might be a two-round team. They might get to the conference finals on their end of the bracket if, if someone many is locked in and not going to get off a health sketcher with what he's done in years past. So um, I like Soleimani's, uh development as a quarterback. I was really impressed in fall. I thought it was going to be the same old thing. We'd just be able to sit and cover three and um, you know, 
he's just going to air up passes, assuming he had the best athletes on the field. I think as he's moved up, he's realized uh, he just needed to to uh, live for another down um, and and keep the chains moving, so to speak. So I love I love his new offense. Uh, I think the thing that Warriors uh, will, if they do struggle in the playoffs, it will be that their offense, that their defense isn't um, as overwhelming as it was when they were in Division Six. Um, I think that that might prove to be. Uh, they're undoing if there's anything that that does undo them. I look at Tuts and Parlays. Uh, look, that division was fairly strong because Tuts and Parlays eight and two, New Wave and YSL at both seven and two each. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they were to win their remaining games, uh, they would be, would be tied in three way. And Eagle, do we have a breakdown of that situation with uh, Tuts and Parlays, uh, who are holding the two seed, but YSL and New Wave, who are now locked as a as a five and three seed. Would they be able to jump Tutson Parley's for the for the uh, number two seed at minimum? Uh, it's possible. So New Wave and YSL both have fourteen points and one game left. Uh, and right now Tutson Parley has the middle amount of points again. So New Wave could win, get eight and two, and cannot pass them based on points against. But if it's a two way tie. Touch and Parley, they it's won parlays. against New Wave. Parlays. So they would hold, they, yeah, Parley's. They would hold the seat if it's just a two-way tie. If they tie with YSL, uh, then did they also play? Yeah, so YSL would actually jump them because YSL won in the head-to-head. Okay. And right. if it's a three-way tie, uh, YSL would be eliminated because their divisional record would be least, and then uh, Tutson Parley would likely get in because their PA is lowest. All right, so PZ, what is the uh, guaranteed matchup that you think is locked in that that team will advance with no hiccups at all? The team that will advance with no hiccups yeah, at all. First round of playoffs. Um, I like New Wave on, and, and I like New Wave. I like Holy Trollers. Holy Trollers again. They they kind of purposefully glitched the system, knowing that the team was stronger than than the uh, cap would let on. I think Air Force One may, might surprise us, um, and oh, Blackouts one seed. Also, Gryphons, by the way, Colin Segarra is really good. Yeah, he he's growing because he was with um, that team in the Fall Cup and Spring season. Uh, I forget the, it was a Longhorn team. They yeah. wore Longhorn uniforms. And I told him, I go, dude, you have some really good talent to work with. And I but think he's a really good quarterback. Didn't he play at U of T or something? He played at, um, it was, I know he played university football. I think it was U of T or a Concordia. I think his brother played at uh, Concordia and he played at U of T. I think it was U of T because I remember seeing him throw the first time. I was like, yeah, this guy is not just the guy up the street. Like, no, he ain't, no, uh, he ain't no. no Alex Dakula coming off the street playing football here. He might be the other Alex Dakula. Coming off the street, though. That's true. That is true. Uh, that's probably or the superstar of them all, Michael Dakla. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The Dakla brothers uh, have two with the same name. So Alex Dakla the first, Alex Dakla the second. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. Uh, the game that I think could be um, a surefire guarantee to go through: Los Bandidos over Green Monster Two Point Oh. Yeah. Um, if that's the matchup, that's that's not a fun matchup for Green Monster Two Point Oh. Their defense is all right, but there's no like there's no way um, they're going to be able to score on par with Los Bandidos. Green Monster are averaging a touch over 20 points a game. Right. Uh, Los Bandidos are a fantastic offense. 
And I've said it before, Vincent Benjamin is a Division One caliber receiver playing in Division Five and Four. Okay, You're so averaging e- exactly twenty points a game. Was exactly okay. Right. Thank you, Eagle. Um, uh, situation at hand here: we have mm. Chalk Barracudas, Thundercast, Team YS. Cudas uh, four wins, Cats and YS at three wins. Uh, Broke Boys at four and five. They're in the eighth seed. Mm-hmm. So can Barracudas, Thundercats, or YS perhaps jump into the playoff picture if the Broke Boys were to lose and these teams were to win? So I don't think Team YS can because their divisional record would be four and six. Let me just check who they're playing. They're playing Clinkers who were in the division. Yeah, so Team YS is absolutely out. Sorry, boys. Um, Thundercats are playing... Chocolate Barracudas. So that's, so that's game almost right like a, only one of them can get in, potentially. L- elimination game right there. More. Li- I mean, they could tie. Yeah, they could. And Broke Boys is playing... Hold on, I'll find it. Uh, Honey Martin. So there Sorry, is, can you say the proper name, please? Honey Martin. No. False Kings. Thank you. False Kings, I'm Thank sorry. Uh, Green Monsters. They should legit register as False Kings. I, I know they're trying to promote the bar, but they should register as False Here's Kings. A, here's a question for you. The False Kings of Honey Martin. Martin yeah. uh, more likely to happen, us winning their trivia night on Tuesdays or them winning this division? Mm. I feel like this is a good... like. Yeah, you'd have the sports trivia. I'd have the nerd trivia. You'd have the history trivia. Yeah, I think we would run. I think we win before they uh, win. Honestly, Mo, I think you'd be our weak link. I don't think so. Mm. Mo's got like an encyclopedia of knowledge of sports Yeah but I feel like you have a lot of the sports covered already So I feel like he's just Yeah but seven concussions my friend Mm. (laughs) I don't remember anything You're not fast you just know a lot It's buried in there somewhere What is the likely scenario would we win the Honey Martin Tuesday trivia Or would they win this Anybody else anybody going against us Are false kings all right, so the false We're the real Kings, kings of trivia. Right here. Right here. Alright, so how do we look at this bottom right half this? Do, do the Kudas get in as an eight seed? So they need to beat Thundercats and they need Broke Boys to lose. Well, they don't do need they beat to the Broke because boys? They, they go up to ten points then, right? So then but they're actually competing against Air Force One, Green Monster 2.0, and Broke Boys for yeah. the six, seven, eight. So there's there's a lot of scenarios that are still open here, right? There's a full week of games left. It's everyone's still in the running, more or less. And nope, what's happening, everyone. we are at the border and we can't cross it to play these games. What? What? We're at the border. We can't cross it to play these games. Like we're, no there. we're there. We're there. The games are right there. But unfortunately, given the situation they had, we cannot play these games, right? Until everything's cut out. Yeah, but there's no border. It means like... The playoff a, border. We're there. Like the playoffs are right there. Not we, a physical got, border. Yeah. A metaphorical border? Meta- yeah. Metaphysical border. Exactly. I feel like we're talking about interdimensional travel now. We are. We are. Absolutely. Quantum leap, my friend. What do you know about interna- interdimensional travel if it was come up in trivia? I would look at you. I see the eagle in this question right here. See? Told you he's at that weight. Oh, get out of here, <laughs> eagle. <laughs> I think it has something to do with a cat in a box. Does it? No. <laughs> look at that. Schrodinger. Yeah. It was, it was a, it Did you a, not get that? It was a You're terrible at this. Yeah, You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> All right, I'm out of here. You're on your own. Actually, we're off for four weeks anyways. It doesn't matter to me anyway. What I care. All right, so uh, Pete, looking at it quickly here before going to the co-ed, do the Kudas have a chance to get in the playoffs? And who, at, at, at whose expense will it come at? Um. So again, they're playing Thundercats, so at the expense of Thundercats, clearly. Definitely. If they get in, it'll be at the expense of Thundercats. Yes. Um, but also, Green Monster has a tough matchup this week, don't they? Eagle? Yeah, uh, Martin, who? no? Who are they playing this week? Green Monster. Green Monster. 
Green Monster are playing Griffins. Griffins. Yeah, that's that's a tough matchup. And who do Broke Boys play? Uh, Broke Boys play Honey Martin. Yeah, right. Again, another weak matchup for Honey Martin. Shocking. Um, I actually think there's a good chance here for for Chocolate Barracudas. They they kind of had they they drew the uh, longest straw, so to speak. Um, I think what we'll see, Mo, is we'll see uh, Chocolate Barracudas jump in. Uh, Green Monster hold on, uh, hold serve, and Broke Boys fall out. By the way, um, I like your, and I actually agree with you on that. By the way, Griffins, if you look at their their roster, it's it's a it's like a rolodex of names here for credits. How many guys are eligible for playoffs? I counted six quickly. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, but they have a, a week left, so okay, they right, have yeah, one, they have... two, three more players that could potentially make it. Right, so they better get their guys uh, eligible here, right? Because you know how it happens, right? And, and the worst thing, and I cannot stand it, when we hit round one in the playoffs, we're, oh, man, I only have five guys because we didn't get them eligible. Like, dude, get your team eligible, man. It's playoffs, brother. You might make a run. All right, let's go to co-ed. Come well, on. let's let's do a quick little recap here for anyone who may not have tuned in. Oh yes, uh, so as we broke it about an hour and a half ago. Aren't you a radio guy? Don't you do this like yes, every three I, minutes? W- listen, this is not like breaking news now. It's like rolling. It's news. literally breaking news. It's no, we've been on air for an hour and a half. It's yeah, just rolling news in. now. Rolling news. So anyway, so the news is that the FPF is on hiatus does after he tonight's game. Breaking news works. <laughs> it does, but we broke the news an hour and a half ago. So. On hiatus for now. Games are going on tonight for Bay Durfee, but as of tomorrow morning, Friday, moving to the weekend, there are no games for FPF. And so we'll be uh, on the hold until the situation is cleared up, and I would imagine the FPF will have some sort of course of action planned out uh, in the foreseeable future about what will happen with these games. I don't know. Neither does Pease or Eagle. Mm-hmm. And right now we're just hoping for the best-case scenario of this coronavirus being at minimal impact, and then hopefully we'll be back Soon enough here, and then of course on the football field to uh, conclude the FPF winter season, and uh, in a timely manner before we move towards uh, spring season in early May. Yeah. And what is the uh, May projection here for spring season? If we're looking, uh, we don't know. Uh, at this point, <laughs> I really don't know, man. But was there like was it after the second week of May? Roughly? Yeah. So hold on, I can probably tell you when it was. It was probably going to be the weekend of the ninth and tenth of May, or well, like the tenth of May. We're also discussing starting at a different time as well, which but, we're not, thankfully not. But the tenth of May was going to be probably the date we were going for. Right. So anyway, for those teams who are eliminated right now, who are looking at spring season, obviously we can't give you a forecast. So when we'll be back up and running. But to give you an idea, if it were to go according to plan, uh, May 10th would be the, Probably uh, around there, yeah. the target time for us to be back up for spring season. But again, FPF will have everything sorted out, we would hope, in the next week or so. God, I wow, hope so. we'll see when they reopen the facilities, right? Yeah, that's going to be the keys. That I, I, I do think we're looking at a two-week shutdown. Yeah, minimum. Minimum. And we're at the mercy right now, uh, and this is the right call for the city of Montreal, for everyone worldwide to close down public facilities until there is a stranglehold on this coronavirus. So bleep coronavirus. That would be the uh, hashtag right now. Okay, All football. Right. All right, so let's go to co-ed, and we'll dive into co-ed now. And uh, 
These are the set matchups. Uh, do I stand correct on this now, Eagle? These are the set matchups. So Coed 1 and Coed 2, as well as the women's division, have finished their eight-game season. So these are the actual um, playoff matchups now, that are going to be coming when these games have been played? That's my question, too. Would they no. have waited until we started FPL playoffs next weekend? Had that been the case? I believe that's correct, yes. Okay, I believe they so. are scheduled. Let me confirm that for yeah, you. Yeah, because the finals is the same time yeah, as... Yeah, that's right. Uh, the same weekend as us, right? Yeah, so for Coed 1, the games were going to be March 23rd. Uh, for Coed 2, the games are going to be March 21st. Okay. And we'll get to it later. For the women's division, the games are going to be March 23rd. All right. So here we go. Coed. Not anymore. Games are postponed. Yes. Games are postponed until further notice. We hope to have an answer for you soon. All right. So Coed 1, uh, the, the surefire guarantee might be Power Rangers over 300s. Well, yeah. Uh, 300s have scored, scored 81 points. Power Rangers were a favorite. One of the favorite uh, favorites to start the season, um, so we know that's we know pretty much how that's going to go. What I find interesting is Sriracha Hot Sauce against uh, Midtown, yeah, because Sriracha Hot Sauce can score. So if things just don't break the way for Midtown, we might actually see an early upset. So is that first one the forty ones? Is that what we're looking at here? In your mind? It, it, it may it may well be the case, Mo. Um, Sriracha Hot Sauce just put up fifty three points. Uh, this past week against three hundreds, mind you, but you know, just to say, um, if the, this isn't this is a team again that's going to be able to move the ball no matter what. Last time they played Midtown, did did win a thirty-five to twenty-six game, but it's the kind of game uh, that uh, definitely could have gone either way. So, I, I, I'm I'm interested. I'm interested to see that one. Other than that, um, the next. The next uh, potential upset, although five versus four is hardly an upset. Third down for what? It's been kind of underperforming all season. Uh, and they get party mix, who kind of... Uh, the, the Sort of the break of like the top-performing teams uh, and and the underperforming teams is right there. So party mix, uh, they, they they draw a potential potential tough underdog in third down for what? Wait, would you... But you see here, party mix could have easily been... Um, uh, a six one and one team that would have put them as a one. So I mean, one through four is close, but then after four, there's a three point gap with party a third down for what the party makes. So or do we have a separation of the of the contenders from the pretenders in your mind, PZ? Well, so to me, um, I think the f- top five teams are all five teams that can that can uh, compete for the championship because. Look, in a game where I have to choose between Sarah Parker and Francois Delorier, as as much as Francois Delorier is an experienced passer, he's had a great season. In a one-game sample size, I can see him being outperformed. Yes, by, by I hate Sarah when Peace talks about himself in third person. Because <laughs> I am Francois Delorier. Yes. You don't get it? To be fair, is. it's a reference from like four years ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think, well, where's the connection with DeLorean and uh, PZ? Uh, he wasn't there one year. The team didn't send anybody for uh, the press conference. Oh, right. So I <laughs> yeah, interviewed yeah, myself yeah, yeah, as yeah. Francois DeLorean, right, right, where right. the answer to every question was, I am Francois DeLorean. Right, I remember that now. That was at the press conference, right? Spring yeah, season. Yeah, no. a lot of people didn't like that, especially people on Francois DeLorean's team. Why? Why were they so peeved Oh, next time, show up to your shit. Jesus. Oh, hold on here. Hold on here. So you're going to be peeved off at PZ for being Francois Delorier. Yeah. What, what, what do you want him to do? Not be Francois Delorier? And <laughs> I, can't, I can only be myself, Mo. I can only be myself. Uh, party mix, man. That's why you guys... That's why I don't like party mix. Uh, do you like the party mix chips? Um, under certain influences, yes. 
I, I think it's hit or miss with me. Okay. Ringolos, I like to have more ringolos in the party mix chips. I, I'm a pretzel guy. In fact, I would just eat a pretzel instead. But I love, I love reaching in there. I like to, what I like to do is I like to pick out the pretzels, and then my wife wonders why there's no pretzels in the bag. Pretzels are okay. I don't love pretzels. pretzels. Love me. Some do you pretzels. like the like the hot pretzels of the ballpark? Oh, even know. better. That's the with, best with mustard type of pretzel. What with mustard? I never had it with mustard. I like it with hot mustard. But is it good with mustard? It's I don't delicious know. with mustard. It becomes just a vehicle to get mustard into your face. I'm a big mustard guy. Yeah. Well, then how do you not do that? But I never had it with mustard, though. I never it's thought delicious. it. Like, I know they offered mustard um, packets with it, but I'm like, why? Like, I never understood. Oh, it's delicious. It's delicious. What? Really? I never had it at pretzel. Go, growing up, growing up on like but football. Y- you literally grew up on sports and stadiums and pretzels. I sure hope. And no, you never I had, had pre- mustard with pretzels. No. Yeah, that's the way to have them, though. I never like. I never thought. You like, put it on the pole. And you think he's gonna be good for trivia? Of course, <laughs> I didn't even figure out what to do with the condiment they give you okay. for the food. Listen, Eagle, can you do me a favor, please? Can you look in Brossard? What is the, what is the closest pretzel store to us in Brossard? There's probably a Mr. Pretzel in DeSantos. Growing up, growing up when, my, when I would have friends over to watch football on Sundays, my mom would make soft really? pretzels. Yeah. Really? Never. There's no. a Mr. Pretzel at the Champlain Mall on the Boulevard La Pignac. I know where it is. It's off the Santash Row. Yeah. Yeah. I can go there and get some press. Nice. Let's yeah. do it. It's gonna be cheat day for me, so I'm good to go. Yeah, well, that weekend is just, uh, it's gonna be debaucherous. It, it is Don't debauchery. buy the bottle of water; it costs three dollars. The pretzel is two fifty. So just buy extra pretzels. Yes. What you're saying? So we need what three for one of each for us. Anyone else? I will demolish that pretzel. Yeah, I will smash that. Pretzel. So do yeah. I get do I get six in total? I mean, sure. Two each. We can feed Kevin Kusai. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, feeding us, us, he's so. bringing us some uh, baked goods, by the way. I had that confirmed. I suggested something on Facebook that he posted. I was like, you need to bring this. I'm putting in orders now for Kevin. Perfect. All right, so let's go to uh, Coed 2 and see what's there for uh, that playoff bracket as we do have our matchups lined up. So we do have the wild card matchups, Tigers against It's a Match and A-Town against La Sect. Um, who you got, Peace, going through into these matchups here? I don't, I don't see a world where Midtown doesn't Win the championship. Okay. Okay. All right. So that's it for uh, Coed 2. Analysis. Let's go on to uh, the women's division. No, but there's actually some pretty like good games over here. Like Jays and Yin and Yang, if Hyman Long shows up and actually doesn't do what he's been doing for some of the games, I think they have a, a good match in that one. Potentially. Like in Midtown, aren't in Coed 2, are they? Yeah, yeah they are. They're the two Where seed. are they then the two here? Seed. Dream Crushers? Oh, uh, God damn it. God damn <laughs> what it. What is going on here? <laughs> Duke, you have one job. Just, I'm going to check in case it's actually my fault just before I start. What's the odds? I don't know. Nope. Nope. That's his fault. So, Midtown is in <laughs> It's Dream one. Crushers. Because I was like, I was like, I feel like I just broke down Midtown a second ago. Yeah. So, Dream Crushers. Uh, ATH Squad uh, looks looks good, but it, Dream, Dream Crushers uh, given that they've put up the points they put up. Um, Who, what's Dream? Oh, there you go. Dream the Crushers. M, the M was taken out by the uh, graphics. How about you put it over Midtown? There you go. There we go. Put Perfect. it in a different color. Like red. <laughs> sure. And can you cross out Midtown? Sure. Continue. You don't have to watch me do this. Well, kind of <laughs> I'm mesmerized. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, Dreamcrushers looks like the favorite now because they're in a different color. Um, (laughs) 
Well, yeah, no, definitely, definitely not. Now that Midtown is not in the bracket, as uh, as we see here, um, according to Dukey, yeah. again, we do apologize. We we do these things up to the minute, so a lot of times they're they're prepared last minute because we need to get the graphics in before the show. Um, so I made that apology in the last hour. We're gonna make that apology. I feel every hour. Um, I'm still waiting for the Dream Crushers roster to load because the internet tonight is terrible. I swear our internet has coronavirus. I'm really up to the pretzel thing right now. I want. I, I, my mouth has been watering. I've I've had a Pavlovian reaction ever since you yeah, mentioned man. it. That pretzel thing might look good right now. I right, hear Dream Crushers. Uh, Dream Crushers roster right now. Yeah. So um, just looking at the, the team. Uh, of course, we know Constance Miller. Um, how many games do they qualify? Do they need four? Four. 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 So, so she qualifies. Um, Edward uh, Saint Arnaud, of course. Uh, familiar name to us as well. It's it's gonna be uh gonna be a very strong team. Um, it's just a shame Marilou Bellin was only able to get the one game in because otherwise I think that would really really put them over the top. Uh, but I'm excited to see them moving forward. Uh, I'm I'm always excited by teams that score the points uh, that that put up as many points as they do. Um, so. When you look here, you see Hugo Lacroix has put up 10 touchdowns. Uh, Guillaume Labelle has put up 10. Um, so it's, it's a team that's fairly multifaceted. They have, they have, you know, other than that, they have three receivers after that with three touchdowns or more. So they can score from a variety of places on the field, a variety of positions. I think that makes them different. I think that makes them a very difficult matchup. All right, if we go back to the bracket again one more time before we go move on here to women's. As and I think to note, uh, Clara, Baudou- Clara Baudouin has completed 71.1% of, of her passes during the season. That's very impressive. Yeah. That's not, uh, it's not uh, the easiest task to do in, in that level of football. So, um, Any potential upsets? Uh, Jays have looked better second half of the season. I don't like the matchup against Yin and Yang, but if Hyming Long plays the flawless game that we know he's capable of, uh, that might be the case. Um, what about the wild card? It's a teams? match. It's a match. Yeah. If they win a wild card game, they'd be matched up against probably probably at squad Eagle. Can they? No, they uh, can they crushers, end up yeah. facing Dream Crushers? Yeah, they could. Uh, yeah, though. Yeah, they so, can. So yeah. it's, it's a, so yeah. Seven, eight, and I nine can potentially end up playing the Dream Crushers. The only person who can to be Tigers. So we know we know how good it's matches. They're they're one of the original teams uh from FPF Coed. Uh but Alexi Labonte, I don't know if he'll be able to put up points to the same level that we've seen Dream Crushers and uh Athlete Squad do throughout the season. On to women's and we do have our playoff matchups locked in. I've just again received an update on this that because of course some people who run this league decide to not tell us certain pieces of information. So there's been a change to our playoff structure for women's. Not updated on the website, not communicated. It changed like three days ago, so okay. it's still new. So essentially, if we take a look at the uh, division itself, because let's have that, it's going to be a lot easier to walk through. There are six teams in the women's division. Right now, there's a large discrepancy between the top three and the bottom three. So what has been decided is that the playoffs will be divided into two separate playoffs. One to three will play in an upper tier, and four to six will play in a bottom tier. 
one and four get buys. Two, three, and five, six play each other. The winner plays the buy seed for the finals. So there's two women's finals now. So that means that adds more to our workload correct. for Roadshow, whatever that might be. That is correct. Can All we right. get a breakdown of how many Roadshows? How many finals do we have now for the Roadshow? I counted 13 on my last count, so my probably 14 God. now. So what are we doing here? Wait, one, two, We're living three, there. 4A, 4B, 5A, 5B, 6, 6D, Coed 1, Coed 2. Now we have women's can, one. Can we just rent the house? Two, we're at 13. Can we just 35 rent? plus with another one. We're at 13. Can we, we just rent the house in Brussels for the weekend yeah, at that point? Can we get a hotel? <laughs> Honestly, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, no joke. Like we need to get a hotel because this is like it's a full, full production well, because slavery. Because you, because Eagle and I often get there about four hours before. Yeah, right to do least. the setup, and we need to do that twice. Yeah, what what is the first final for for Rocho? Is it one o'clock? <laughs> uh, well, granted, 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 we don't really know at this point because you know the whole thing. Yeah, but it's Saturday three o'clock, so we're there what? at like ten thirty, eleven. Yeah. And we're going out for posting meets, right? Day one and yeah. day two, are we yeah. not? 100%. Yeah. And there's six games on the Saturday, and there's, well, right now there's six games on the Sunday, but that's going to end up being seven games. And that game's at two o'clock, the earliest one. So it'll likely end up being oh game at two. Yeah. God. So what happens now to our bet? Because we initially had the idea that all of our teams would be in well, the playoffs. All I so. know is, all I know is, Hudson Girls may walk over the championship yet. Yeah, hold on here, Eagle. There What's we that? go. Eagle. No, 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 no. No, 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 Eagle. What champion? Eagle. How do we uh, break this down here? Because we were in the pole position for us to be fed by Peasy at done. Oh, done oh, okay. So there will the second caliber or a second tier are just going to play a finals on March 30th. It's not going to be at the roadshow. So it's only the top three teams that are playing in the actual finals. That's the girls. It's like a Go relegation final. Me. Let's call it. Go get it for me. I'm I'm basically a genius. So hold on, P- Eagle. If he wins Peasy. Then, uh, like he's not winning. He's winning the relegation tier, not the actual. But tier. hey, we said championship. No, we said regular season. Did we not? No championship. Yeah, because I win. I win the regular season. Then you're all screwed. Oh right, no, it's true. So, <laughs> oh man. So if, so if if I win, a, let's say let's say I win a championship, and let's say Eagle wins a championship, you need to buy. No, both. That, that's not true. No, 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 that's not. No, what do you mean? The bet was that the loser has to buy a dinner for the championship winners. No, championship winner. Winners. There's and two championship winners. No, it's winner. It's singular. And a hundred girls beat the Spartiat nine six in week four, and then Spartiat beat a hundred girls eighteen thirteen in week I'm nine. I'm jacking Rob's credit card for this. It's <laughs> bleep, man. Yeah. So this is a. Uh, I mean, granted, rookies can with the upset. Who knows? Doubtful. God. Okay, so let's get to the playoff bracket. Now, like this is completely like a mess. Well, like I this said, is so a chemical mess. Right now here. that I know this, thanks, Rob. Fleur de Lis is playing District. Okay, this is a complete. That's uh, a good game. This is, uh, yeah, this is gonna be a heavyweight fight, which shouldn't be the case at this moment. This is a complete horse bleep. <laughs> Fleur de Lis may not advance, Mo. <laughs> this is horse bleep, man. Oh, uh, I'm so happy. Thank no, you, Rob. Rob, Rob, you Rob the, uh, the the who is he the Rob Manfred of of commissioners just literally bleeped Eagle and I from a free dinner from Peasy. I I I want to now uh, get married again just so that Rob can be my best man. Oh my god! Yeah. So for the lead district, who's winning that game? Best defense. Uh, Mo, I'm, it's going to be a short. It's going to be a girls. short. 
painless death for you. Uh, I know Fleur de Lis defense has been great, but uh, I believe in District. Uh, District is a team, of course, led by uh, Sandrine Gourdhuo. Uh She has, by the way, Mo, a 5-1 to one touchdown interception ratio. One of the defense. L- defense always wins. I mean, not in FPF. Offense always wins in FPF. So give me the offense. Give me the high-flying offensive district. Um, when they, you know, the high-flying offense is Florida Lee. When they last played, district beat Florida Lee 27-25. Oh, by two points. It wasn't high scoring. Just saying, high, well, they scored 27 points on the matter. best defense. No. They scored a third of the points allowed by Florida oh, Lee whoa, in this whoa. one game. One game. That's all it is. That one game, they scored a third of the points allowed for Florida Lee. Uh, I don't like this matchup for you at all, Mo. Mo, you're buying you're buying so much smoked meat for me. I uh, bleep you. I'm gonna I'm gonna call Duns in advance and ask them to to create some off the menu items for me, like a, the like a, a double down sandwich where the the rye bread is covered in have... in bacon and deep fried. Oh my god! And then just st- stuff as much roast beef in the uh, as much smoked meat in there as possible. Then batter the whole sandwich, deep fry the sandwich, and I'll smash that. No problem. I have not eaten red meat. I'm gonna be so disgusting. I have not eaten red meat in two months now. Well, almost three months. That makes one of us. I know. All right. Because Colombia. Good luck not eating red meat in Colombia. What's up next, Eags? We have Division One, Division Two, Division Four A and B, and an update on 35 plus who are already in playoffs tonight. So yeah. So when you when you when you uh, when you think of the following term, do you think of uh, Mo Khan or Brian Cranston? When I say Breaking Bad, because right now Mo Khan's Breaking Bad. Yeah, you're pretty bad at this, Mo. All right, a reminder: uh, breaking news that happened two hours ago that we broke the story. Uh, FBF after tonight's games in Bayderfe, we're on hold until further notice due to the coronavirus that has impacted everything: real life, recreational life, professional sports life as well. We'll have more uh, for you in hour number three, which will include what Eagle? I just said it: one, two, four, and thirty-five plus. Thank you very much. One, two, four.
So I might miss the last part. Does school go till the end of June then? July. We don't know. They, I don't know because uh, when it was the uh, the um, ice storm, they extended it. They extended school by a week, but I don't know. Did what they will do happen. that? I don't remember. It, it was about a week. Yeah. Welcome back, Hour 3. It is uh, PZ, Eagle, and I. Breaking news, of course, for those who are just tuning into Hour 3. Uh, as of after tonight's games at Bay Durfe, we will not have any games for FPF for the moment uh, due to the coronavirus uh, outbreak. So this weekend's games, which were week 11, which were the last uh, two days of action, are on hold until we have things figured out. So FPF will update everyone as soon as possible with the course of action. But again, this might be who knows how long. Yeah, playoffs too, same thing. Rocho finals, same thing. So as soon as we have more information, oh, we'll man. let you know. I'm just inhaling the sugar. Uh... Okay, so uh, we got you some You realize lovely... it's an airborne virus, right? So the first thing you shouldn't do when you look at something is take a big, deep breath. Oh, but it was sealed before I brought it exactly. back, was it? it so was. we you uh, broke the seal. PZ was in Colombia. You produced it open. I did. PZ was in Colombia, and he brought some nice but desserts he didn't for know us. So we're going to try some desserts now, Eagle and I. And I'm going to try out this one over here. This looks pretty cool. Was Don't that air in Colombia first? Sorry? Was that air in Colombia? Yeah, Colombian air. It's the best kind. It's the best kind. Mm, very good. Just give me one. I'll eat it. It's sugar. I just eat all of it, man. Um, so, yeah. So And also, for those uh, who don't watch the entire show and just watch hour after hour, really and you don't one. have teams. Nice. Good to hear. Uh, and you don't have teams in Division 6 or 3, in the Division 6 or 3, uh, 6 and 3 show, uh, also known as uh, Colin the Audible Hour 1. Uh, we actually spoke to a doctor, uh, Dr. Michael Dacula, Dr. Eagle, about the coronavirus uh, and the dangers and the spread of the virus yep. as well. So if you want to check that out, some additional content for you on Calling the Audible. Apparently today's show is about learning. Eagle, you went for the one that's balls. I'm going to need some balls. Red balls. Red balls, baby. Big red balls. I mean, at least not blue. Try this one over here. Try these uh, pink ones over here. Tell so me what it tastes like, Mo. Are we going to do a give show me or some analysis. Mine was coconut. It was yummy. Yeah, very good. Come yeah. on. Yeah, Pink, I would imagine, is like guava. Very good. Whatever it is. That's nice guava taste. Thanks a lot, Pete. No okay. Hour three. This is up to four. A and B, and then div one, and then 35 plus. All right. So we have our matchups for playoffs for Conference A set. Uh, we have our eight teams in there. For Conference B and 4A, they're still to be played for. And when we look at it right now, the Centaur at three and five are knocking at the door. We have Prince of Hifstead, Dreambreakers, Super Saiyans, all at four and five. Eagle, you are the uh, brain. When you say Conference A is set, what do you mean? I mean, the teams are in the playoffs. Mm, yes, correct. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are they? Well, Touch by an Angeletti can win. And then they, yeah. take KG, they tie KGP Raw. Hold on. See, Mo, this is why you don't make statements like this. Well, it'd be tough because uh, no, because the points against they I'm looking at head to head though, because it would be a two way tie. Didn't right? they tie each other? That's what I'm checking. KGP Rob versus Touched by an Angeletti. No, Touched by an Angeletti won 1918. All right, so Touched by an Angeletti could jump KGP Rob. Yep. All right. Okay, so we're not set for a different conference debate then. <laughs> <laughs> you know how about that? Post to gods. All right, so we're not set for conference A, but conference B has a little bit more of a open ended here because there are. Three teams, Saiyans, Dreambakers, Prince of Hifstead, all at four and five at the six, seven, eight hole. Angelides play half the stars, by the way. Right. But then, let's not forget, though, Outlaws and Dumb Messers, Texas could fall into that pack of teams at five wins if all those teams end up winning. They do lose your game. So, 
Comms be still moving parts right now. Who will finish where? And Centaur is very much in the mix. Exactly. We'll start with Centaurs. Do they have a chance to get into the playoffs? Yes or no? Well, mathematically they do. As for whether or not it's a realistic chance, uh, they actually have two games remaining. So having the extra game in hand really, really plays to their benefit. This is a team that could end up 500. They are actually playing the Tide right now in one of the final games. Can we call uh, Faisan and ask what the hell's going on in that well, game? Well, it's halftime right now. So, so call Faisan, please. It's update. not even halftime. It's not even 10 yet. Can you call Faisan for us, please? I could, yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. And so, then next week, uh, Les Santar are playing uh, Committed to Excellence, Inc. So that's also, that's not easy. No, well, and, and I think next week, but I mean week whenever. 11. And committed they, to have, they have a tough, they have an uphill battle to get, to, to get into the playoffs. I don't think they're getting there. No, but call up uh, Faisan for us, please. Don't mind, Eagle. After mm. you. What is that? How, how's that red thing? Um, It's not bad. What is it? It's a little pasty, to be honest. Okay. So it's ball paste. Here, pass the ball. I'll try it out now. Here's a ball, Mo. Thanks. It's kind of like, you know, like a, a cookie? Mm-hmm. Yes. I but it's like a, a dry cookie. You know what I mean? Cookie, yeah. yeah, but it's, yeah, there's a little like. Yeah, I like it. It's nice. It's nice, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Give us more balls afterwards. You got a, you got a whole sack of them. I got three of them to play with. Okay, yeah. so Santar, are we giving them any hope at all with two games to play? Uh, given the matchups that they have, they face uh, C2E Inc., uh, which is they're at six and three, and they're playing the tide now. We're six and two. I don't like either of those matchups for the Centaur. I don't. I don't see them advancing. It's a, and the tide still have a chance to get the one, right? I mean, if they do win out, and Chocolate Thunder and C2E were to lose. They would get the 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 overall one because they did beat C two E. C two E, I believe. It's so hard to call them C two E and not C T E, right? Committed to excellence. Yeah. No, isn't it committed to Excel? Whatever. That's your boy. Whatever. That's your boy, Mister Pornstar, Mike Roy. If it was C T E, it'd be concussion to excellence. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so when we look at Prince of the Dreambreaker, Super Saiyans, do one custard to eggs. It's there a reverse know. transformation. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see one of these teams falling out of the playoff bracket? Or are, we, are we locked in with those teams being in the playoffs? Uh, well, again, just given the fact that Centaurs are likely going to lose both games, I think so. So when we look at the playoff brackets... There's yeah. a lot of movement still to go in this one. Now, well, eh? that's it because... It, well, so yeah, the, the, the brackets we're looking at mean nothing because they they will definitely change. 100%. Almost no team... There's no team. Are there any teams in 4A that have played 10 games? Uh, in 4A, yes. So Infantry have 10. Eskimo, Eskimo Brothers. Brothers have 10. KTP Ra have 10. Uh, Blur, Branleur have 10. Everyone so not, else ma- not many, though. Not many. Not. The majority have games to play. So, yeah. Yeah. But, and here are the um, brackets, up-to-date brackets. So if, if the playoffs were today, in, in a world where we fast-forwarded and there was no coronavirus and this was the playoffs, the game that I'm looking at right now is Half Stars against Eskimo Brothers. That's a good game. That is a oof, that is a fun game to be a part of. Different yeah. different styles of play. Completely different, yeah. And you have the sleek uh you have the whole Kevin Schmuda, uh who matched up with that guy from uh, Eskimo Brothers. Uh they're more like a sleek car half stars where the Eskimo Brothers are more like a t- all terrain car. So I think that would be fun to watch and how that plays out with those two teams. I like Conference B four versus five, the Battle of the Wild yeah. Wild West. Outlaws against Thomas <laughs> of Texas. I do like that. 
Uh, I was going to highlight that game as one of the most interesting ones if uh, it holds serve. Of course, this conference likely will not look like this yeah. at all. No, no. Because there's, there's way too many games to be played. Even uh, Tide Super Saiyans would be a really good you're, game. I was going to say, that's if you're a rematch the, of week six, right? If you're the Tide, are you happy to see no, that no. your matchup no. see you play Super Saiyans? No, but you have two games left against Satan and Chocolate Thunder, so you hope to win those games and move yourself up in the seedings. Because, yeah. my God, do you not want that matchup? No, and, and can the Saints, which I'm looking at right now... Saints got off to a slow start to yeah, start the season. Saints could uh, move up in, in the rankings here. They could be a, a, a four or five uh, Saints seed. are playing Mad Bears, so that's a win. Yeah, so Saints will move up, I would imagine, and they would jump either Outlaws or Don't Mess with Texas. If so they, so they just to put like, this into perspective, Saints actually started the season at 0-3. Yes. Um, and since then, what's the record now, Mo? Uh, they are now four and two. Four and two. Wait, no, it's not possible. Oh, and three, four and two. Yeah, because they're four oh, they're four and two since. Yes, yes, that's what I was, that's the point I was going to make. So, so four and two since then. They're they're playing at the same level uh, as we see some of the top teams in the division. Um, but that said, they they faced off in some tough matchups to start. They faced off against Chocolate Thunder. They faced off against Outlaws, and they faced off against Domestic Texas. So perhaps Super Saiyans, uh, you know, capitalizing later on. Um, but then again, they also beat C2E Inc. So they, they've been kind of a confusing team all season long. But they're they're a matchup problem though, size wise. Saints yeah. have a lot of length that in the red zone, and I've seen Jordan Allard really use that to his strength, which is the size and the and the wingspan of these guys. Yeah, and and it's he's problems. he's a very very capable quarterback as well. Um, and it's not just the size; it's just his ability to deliver the ball in tight spaces. Um, I think that that makes them a dangerous team moving forward. Preston uh, said, if they get as an eight, I mean, Chalk Thunder, that's a tough against, match. Against, against any of the top three teams, the Preston said are going to struggle. Chalk yeah. Thunder, uh, C2 Inc., the Tide, all of those would, would present serious problems for the Preston said. I think Chalk Thunder, they're a fun team to watch. Um, I don't see many holes in their team in terms of their weaknesses. I think they have a pretty stout team to work with. I don't know how you stop this uh, air raid attack of theirs because we know our boy Joe K loves to air that ball out for 40 bombs galore. And I just don't know if anyone has, at least on that side of the bracket, to keep up with them because don't mess, don't mess with Texas. Not a great defense at all. Mm-hmm. Outlaws might be a team that could give them defensive hiccups here if that ends up being a one versus four matchup. But... Beyond that, though, I don't know any of these teams on this side of the bracket that will be uh, posing a wall against the Chalk of Thunder. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree. I'm inclined to agree, Mo. What about the upper bracket piece? Anything that catches your mind or catches your heart? I think the like so the the teams at the top half. I think we can all agree are the best teams, right? Band of Brothers, the Verfall, the Infantry. Half a stars. Those are the the teams pretty much all season long. We've known. I don't think we're going to see any upsets in the first round, uh, with those four teams being at the top of the um, food at, chain. At the top of the food chain. Exactly. All right. So let's go to four B and get into that. And uh, looking at the conference right now, because my favorite B, conference. This is my favorite division. Well, right. Conference B. We have our eight reason. teams uh, in. Uh, so conference B teams are locked in. It is in conference A. We still have a little bit to play for here. Um, ZTs, Warhawks, and Finessers still have a chance to get into the playoffs uh, with some help because Dream Chasers and Show Me Your TDs are holding the seven and eight spots right now, going to week ten or week eleven. And if they were to lose, and these teams. Uh, the three in pink were to win. 
We would have a five way tie for seven and eight. Well, Eagle. Show me your TDs beat ZTs earlier in the season. But so if it's a five way tie, though, does not. If it's five way, no, but if it's. Yeah. Um, so let, let's break some of these down. Dream Chasers is playing Easy W. You have ZTs who are playing Class on Grass. Oof. And you have Warhawks who are playing the Ballers. And lastly, Finessers are playing Mean Machine. So there's, there's some possibilities there. Yeah. I hope it's chaos where, where you guys really have to go into the wee hours of the night to figure out who gets the seventh and eighth spots in this playoffs. Yeah. Now, I think, based on what I'm seeing here, mean mach- uh, sorry, Finessers is still eliminated because they've played... Oh, no. Oh, their division record is one and seven, so does that have any impact in the... Yeah, but because they're playing, uh, they're playing Mean Machine, so they would go up to two and seven, but Warhawks are playing... No, they'd be three and seven. Ballers, oh, oh, and that's record, in yeah. their division. So they're potentially three and seven, therefore they're higher. Yes. Oh, wow. But they have a lower division record. They would have a higher division record at that Ooh, point. Because if Finessers win, they're two and seven. No, I was saying Finessers would have a lower division record. Exactly. So I think Finessers are eliminated no matter pretty what. Much, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Okay. So that leaves uh, us Warhawks. Show me, and show me your TDs has the heads has the head to head against ZTs and Warhawks as well. So they need a multi team tie uh, in order. Uh, they need Dream Chasers to lose. Uh, and and for each other to both win. Keep in, in mind, in show me your TDs are sitting at that eighth slot with 292 points against, right? So ZTs are the only ones with a true chance to knock them down right now yeah. because they only have the lower PA. But even at that, like if it becomes a, a two-way tie, ZTs or Warhawks, yeah. they still lose out to show me your TDs because show me your TDs has the... Uh, so show me your TDs... They're on, pretty the, on the surface, it doesn't look like a great spot because you're three and seven. You're not clinched. You've already played all your games, but they're kind of they've kind of already controlled their own destiny, in a sense. Yeah, I mean, like they they should be in the playoffs. I think they they have a, a, a grip, but not a firm grip yet, unless things do not go their uh, way. It would be ZTs like laying a shutout, yeah, like and and Dream Ch- and Dream Chasers losing. Yeah, which oh, who does Chasers have by the way? Uh, Dream Chasers have Easy W. Easy W. Okay, that's not going to be easy at all. No pun intended no. Uh, with Easy W playing them. So let's get to the bracket of this uh, playoff uh, series. If the here. world ended today and playoffs were to start. Today. And there was no coronavirus, this is what we would have for the playoffs here. And looking quickly now at these matchups, uh, I look at the Sheriff Backwood Boys as being uh, uh, one of those unique matchups because style of play can be – very sufficient in this manner here. I look at Ballers Class on Grass. That's a pretty good matchup to look at. What catches your attention here, Eagle? Or PZ? Oh, I'm PZ. Um, oh, sorry, Eagle. PZ. I like the uh, Mangoose OK Boomers matchup. Yeah, I like it too because OK in Boomers In favor of the Mangoose. <laughs> uh, OK Boomers, to, to be honest, Eagle, I wasn't there for that game, so I can actually analyze it. Um, OK Boomers took a guy who struggled in uh, tier three of the spring season and and lost the game uh, 26 to six. So not even really like it wasn't even a huge showing considering uh, 25, that 25, six, that like uh, that uh, be through three interceptions. Um, given the fact that they had all those extra possessions, Mangoose did not do a ton with it. Um, so. I know if I'm Mangoose, I'm not particularly thrilled about facing. Because the thing is, the full roster of OK Boomers hasn't been there all season. When the full roster is there, it's actually a solid team. And as long as the quarterback is not the dumbest thing on earth, which he often is, uh, 
that's that's actually quite a talented team to face off against, especially on the defensive side of the so ball. So will it hurt not to have Larissus or Andel, Thomas Gordon? Well, so this past week was the first time the two were in the lineup at the same time. And they will not be in the lineups in the playoffs for you guys. Sorry? They will not be in the lineup for you guys in the playoffs. They will be. Well, they have four games played. They played yesterday, so it hasn't updated. They How's both that possible? Isn't it a 3M update, though? Usually, yes, but it's still bugged. We're doing it by yeah. hand. So they both played five games. Yeah, it's All right. complicated. Um, what do you so think? I know that, that made you really happy for a second, Mo, but they'll both be there, and they'll both be in attendance. What do you think of the takeover Philp matchup? Because they played week four, takeover won 45-32, but for some reason, I feel like this is a trap game. It is. So Philp, Philp's quite good, and Danny DeMoore is uh, a legitimate talent at quarterback. They've kind of underperformed despite a decent start to the season. Um, I, th- I, think, I think there's just a lot of firepower uh, on takeover, so it comes down to whether or not you think Danny Demore with this roster can put up forty points. I think it is a bad matchup for takeover. I, and, and I, I don't think there's. A, I don't think uh, anyone's a good matchup for takeover. No, because Will, Will Power and Vincent Benjamin is a problem in this division. No, they have. Well, I disagree with that. I think takeover would do well against the sheriff. I think they'll do well against everyone in this. Again, they they have they have probably two of the be- two of the top five receivers in the division are playing on the same team. Yes. I just think that if they play a, um, a well-structured Philp team in the first round, it'll not be easy navigation for uh, Eni Haber. And he has, like, we said it before that during the season piece, and even when Terry was here in, in place of you, the road is right there. It's a clear path. Like, mm-hmm. this, is, this is probably his best team he's assembled. Mm-hmm. To finally get to a final and perhaps win himself an FPF ring, and if he doesn't, if he doesn't do it now, I don't know when he'll do it as a quarterback with this. In court. another season, yeah. But the thing is, he's <laughs> had so many chances, though. Like, yeah, he's had so many chances. But so, like, but that's the that's the common media thing. Remember, Peyton Manning couldn't win one until he won one, right? So, like, right now, oh, Ian Ian Hiver. Uh, he, he he never wins. He never wins in the playoffs. But then, what happens if he does? Then the narrative doesn't mean anything. So you go he, to the next person. This is the he, he just hasn't won a championship. So yet, like <laughs> but I think this is his. It's best always season. yet because careers last forever in FPF, and you there's billions know. of seasons. Never know. But hey, right now we're on hold, right? So you never yeah. know. This might be the last ever season. This might be not. it for FPF. For all we know, I don't know what I'm gonna do with my Thursday nights if I get him back. There's no TNT. I know. The worst part is. FPF's canceled. We have no other sports to watch. Like I can't even do anything with my free time. I wonder if cricket's going on. Keep looking. What up are you going to do? Uh, like, what do well, sports broadcasters do when there's no sports? I actually have to go to Impact tomorrow for 11 a.m. press conference with Kevin Gilmore. So. They're, they're not doing games. anything. They're also on postponement. I know, but right? he wants to talk about it. What the course of plan is for that. And then what? And then I got my TSN thing with uh, the CFL draft coming up, so I started on that. But the now. CFL draft is also going to be postponed. No, the, the combine's postponed. The draft isn't. That doesn't make any sense. How are you going to draft without knowing how they are? Poorly. You have four years of film on these guys. Also, I kind of feel like the combine is just an excuse for executives to get together and drink and yeah, do true. nothing. Are yeah. they going to do it digitally, like remotely? Like athletes aren't going to come in? or? Well, they do from studio in Toronto. So it wasn't like they had like a whole full-out production like they do for the NFL draft. Yeah, Nothing like fair. that at all. So it's I do my work and then I send it to them. So I'll be busy for the next few weeks. Unless FPF comes back, then we'll see. So, anyway. Uh, but, look, there, there's some good, delicious matchups in this side of the division. I know, again, we cannot forecast because things will change on the fly once we get back to the FPF world. And, of course, for those who are tuning in, as you see the bottom of your screen, breaking news, uh, there's no, as of after tonight's games, at Beta Earth, there'll be no FPF. 
Bring a news, Mo. Ah, Mo, it's the news. It is so. And it's breaking news. At 7:15 p.m. tonight, so we received word from FPF uh, Inc. that uh, we will be on hiatus after Thursday's games. Which we only knew because I don't drive myself, right? So because I'm, I have the freedom to have all my devices on while I'm being driven to the podcast, uh, that's the only reason we knew. And as a result, uh, we unfortunately we will not be able to have access to any of the city-owned fields. So that is Papinos, Stad, uh, Stad de Moyale, that is St. Leonard, and St. Laurent, which are city-owned fields. And uh, we initially thought we would have Lachine available, but that too will be on lockdown as is Brassard, Leola, and others in between. So right now, we are in a holding pattern until FPF will come up with a course of action. Suspending and further activities. Yeah, and until uh, things subside, and hopefully things will uh, be at a minimal consequence. It does, Look, it does suck. Obviously, nobody likes to cancel the games, but... It's for the health. It's for the health and safety life. of our players, which yeah. is... Always our priority. To exactly. be clear, there's two games happening at 10.30 in Bay Durfe tonight. What could have been versus Goon Squad and YSL versus Mean Girls. That, those games are still going on. So show up to those games. It's a 10.30 game. That games. might be the last games ever in FPF history. It won't no. be. No. <laughs> I'm just saying it could be, right? FPF I mean, is beating coronavirus. We are winning. FPF strong, corona. baby. FPF strong. Of course, but the jokes aside, though, again, we'll hope to ha- we hope to have a course of action in place soon enough that we can lay out the plans for everybody. I know with April rolling in here, we have uh, the Easter holiday coming up, the Masters included that PZ likes to attend. Or my, not my favorite sporting event every year, but, uh, and I never get to watch it. I was going to be able to watch it this year, and it appears right now we're <sighs> in a holding pattern. So anyway, Passover and Easter are just around the corner, so we don't know what's going to happen yet, but we hope to have something in place. That will minimize any uh, collateral damage of games being played at different times. Favorite Easter food, Eagle? Uh, kid. Okay. Uh, Not uh, a child. It's a type of goat. Okay. It's it's like the lamb. Much more but comfortable. Of the goat first. I like we do we do some rabbit too. Oh, we do good. lamb and rabbit and chicken and pork. the Cadbury yeah, rabbit. Yeah, we do we do lamb and kid. What the Cadbury rabbit? Yeah. Actually, I have like a, I, like, you know, I don't really eat sweets, right, Mo? Yeah. And like when I do like eat chocolate occasionally, usually it's like super dark chocolate because I'm pretty bitter as a person. So I'd like to keep it that way. Right. I call it the, uh, the Omar diet. Uh, but uh, when, when Easter rolls around, I do have a, a soft spot for those Cadbury eggs. So I always get myself one Cadbury the egg. The Cadbury cream eggs? Yeah. Oh, so they used to be so good and now I don't like them anymore. It's you who changed, you know that, right? <laughs> no, I, I, think, I think they changed no, the formula. It's you getting older. No, it used to be, it used taste- to be creamier. Now I found out it's too sugary. Sugar is how you get the cream. No, no, but I no. What I mean is, it used to be almost like like almost like a viscous type of sticker, whereas now I find it's kind of like firm. I and think I think you're t- just you misremembering it, and your taste change as Maybe. you get older. Man. I still eat a devour a bag of mini eggs, like mini not like eggs the little bag, eggs too. like the family bag yeah. is mine. I've seen you do it; yeah. it's terrifying. Yeah, it's uh, we could do we could do your diabetes at some point next week. Yeah, we so. still yeah week test. three. Yeah, waiting to do that. When you forgot, you know, you know how much worse his diabetes is right now. He might, he might actually fall victim to coronavirus because he's got diabetes. That'd be amazing. Be Not really. Be I'd be really sad. You want to do division one or division two next? We'll go division one. All right, division one here. So division one, we have our playoff matchup set. It's pretty simple. Do we? Yeah, pretty much. Do we not? <laughs> yeah, we have it said pretty much. It's like today there was an official statement from the NHL in an article about the season being canceled, and then the article starts off with, "Well, there hasn't been any official announcement." I'm like, "Do you understand the word official?" It's an announcement 
of uh, a non-official answer. Okay, so God Skills is not technically eliminated yet. That no. is correct. They are playing Braves, I think. Wait, how does the the amount of games played don't make sense? Yes, it does because Braves has two games next week. Yeah, and they play STL and they play God Skills. Oh, I see. That's weird. That's really weird. Yeah, there was some switch in the game schedule at one point. I don't so it doesn't matter because Braves will win both games and then it's pretty much set. To your point, probably, but there's a chance. Braves what? Braves win one of two. They are your one seed for the playoffs, pretty much. I think. Um, I think they're going to win both games. Yeah, I think so. All right. So if it goes to uh, serve here, so finals will be your four seed. Uh, Flying Wasack still in the holding pattern of maybe being a five. We'll see. So what we have here is a four versus five DAs finals against Flagmore Sack. And that's a, that's an insane first round matchup. But is it the same cast of characters though that make it an insane matchup though? I mean for Flagmore Sack it largely is. Uh DA finest, it's been what's slowly been becoming the finest. It's like um Can we start calling them Yeah, they're all rightist. <laughs> we could do that. We could do that. It's sort of Montreal's okay is so what's like a long running show like a like a long long Doctor order? Who, like Law and Order, right? Law and Order, sure. It's like you know the CSI you, Miami. Yeah, there you go. Great, great example. CSI Miami has that sex appeal, right? But so you're saying that Kevin Wyeth is the Horatio Kane? Perhaps, yes. But towards the end of its uh, show's time, it became very stale, and that's what has happened with the finals that they become a stale cast of characters. But when you look at their games against uh, Flagmore Sack this past season. Uh, Finals won 39-38 over, the, over them, and Finals won 32-6. But we look at... Thank you. Let's go. Um, All we're missing is a stupid pun. Yeah. Always before the, the credits rolled in for the opening intro. So I look at Finals, look at Flagmore Sack. This, it's not going to be an easy game for the Finals. It's officially canceled at the PGA Tour. Oh, do we have this on? Oh, oh the player championship. Get, yeah, but they're going to cancel the Masters. Yeah. Hey, hey. And hey. Sophie Trudeau has been tested positive, and the PM does not have symptoms, but will be quarantined or isolated. Yeah. Hooray. So, what were we saying, Momo, as I got sacked? Uh, flag more sack. Yeah. What about them? What's your question? It's over. Okay, we're getting the show now. <laughs> PC's finished. <laughs> you took golf away from me, okay? My one true love. Don't listen to Sean Natalia. I know but you're already golf is one of those sports where there's there's more human connection of, of fans, right? I mean, you're literally trying to hover to one goal to watch someone put, yeah. it in, for, put it in for the 18th win. That's why that I would imagine they're going to cancel because of the galleries. They have been, man. The galleries would be too... Sorry, what was your question about flag one side? Well, TBC this weekend, no? What? TBC is this weekend, no? The, the Just cancel it. Yeah, just cancel it. Yeah. It's I no see. longer this weekend. No. Okay, so finance fly more sack. We're gonna have no sports to watch. That's terrible. We're gonna play a lot of games. Yeah, we can hang out, guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're supposed to be isolated. <laughs> that's, that's a good true. point. We're not even, we yeah, can't even true. hang out digitally <laughs> on video games. Yeah, that's the only <laughs> way. We'll, we'll start our WhatsApp group here. Finance fly more sack. Uh, not easy. Not an easy road for the finance to get over fly more sack. Um, I just don't ever like. <sighs> Like you see this field, and you see STL making the jump to Division One. You see um, DA Finest uh, not being as no, we didn't expect them to be dominant this season. We saw God Skills, of course. We know we expected them to be towards the bottom of the table, um, and you would expect, given that, that Flagmosack would would be you know 
one of the top three teams, and it hasn't been the case. So, and and it it, it, it tends to always come down to the fact that Flag wants to show a complete and utter disregard for playing defense. And there's no term called defense in their vocabulary. No, they they and they don't care. They don't care. They just want to get on the field and score more points. And it's the best kind of football to watch. But it comes. I, I it's going to be whether or not. Um, Diaz finds connection, make a couple of stops because we know Kevin White can score on pace with anybody, uh, almost regardless who's on the roster. So um, I think this might actually work out for Diaz Finest, but then, you know, we I feel like we've said it all season long. There's you can't sit with us in Braves, um, who are one class above uh, the rest of the teams. Don't forget, you can't sit with us, took two losses with Vinny Galano at quarterback. Uh, Braves took a loss uh, without. Jonathan Mayer. So the records even look closer than they should be. But, you know, when, when you look at Wise has some up and down games. I mean, look, he was 46% against STL, uh, 52% against STL, 51% against God Skills. And then he's had his 91% against God Skills and 83% against Yuxu. So he has ups and downs, but. I think it's going to be matchup dependent, and yes, he can. He'll throw for a lot of yards against Flamois Sack. Pass my pen. Here you go. You go. Get your pen back. Thanks. You're welcome. But when you look at the one-on-one matchups, do the Fines have the horsepower to match up well with Flamois? So, Sack? but again, I think in it, it only because Flamois Sack will let them score. We saw it last time when they when they played last time. It was 39-38 in favor of the A's Finest because, like. Pick a name in FPF who you trust more to get you a convert to win you the game. You know what I mean? And, and that that's a, there's not, if there's any names above Kevin Wyatt, that's a short list. So when you look at Yuxu, uh, likely that they'll be flipping with Braves to be the probably yeah. likely to not. I would think. Yeah, uh, I know. I don't SC- think it makes a huge difference though. Like, well, look, SCL's hot, and they mm-hmm. they they throttled a full roster Yuxu about two weeks ago at, at Hebert. Yeah. Um. Do I think the same script? But I kind of feel out? I kind of feel like Braves and Yuxu have been kind of coasting since the first couple of weeks. Well, I think Yuxu's been really coasting. They yeah. just, like you know they don't get bleep now. They're like well, the, the, this go. week was interesting. Yuxu were five players for a large part of the game uh, because of a, a schedule change, and ha- half the team hadn't realized it was a schedule team, a schedule change. Uh, Justin McLean showed up to play his other game. Yeah, he's and like, halftime for the Yuxu game, he could have played. He could have. Played, he was on the roster. He could have played. He said, did nah. not decided not to join his team in the rest of the game. It's Dude, weird. It's, there's like a, I don't think there's a dysfunction with him and the team, but it's sort of a disconnect. But, but it's just a weird decision. Like, why would you do that? But he showed up. He started to change. Like, nah, nah, man, nah. I'll, I'll wait for my next game and, and get ready for that. But game. why? Like, even just from the fact that, like, who wants to play less football? Especially for a guy like him that loves stats. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it was a bit of, of, of a weird thing, but at this thing now for Yuxu, if they get STL in the first round, it's not going to be an easy path for them to get to the uh, finals. Because no, that, but is, that is not a. There's no easy path in Division One. Like, there is w- no easy. Would path. you be absolutely surprised to see uh, the finest of Flagman Sack in the finals? Yeah, I think so. Not really. I think so. I mean, if, if the finest make it, yeah. Flamois Sack, maybe not. I mean, what you're saying is, yeah, it's surprising that you made it to the championships with the the best quarterback in the history of the league. I mean, it, that doesn't shock me. But he, you know, he, it's. I think it'd be f- 
like I think we both agree this would be far more impressive for Kevin White to bring this finest of team course, to the final. Of course, of course. I'm saying in Division One, you're you're kind of splitting hairs. Like I, for someone who get hot, win two games, is not is not crazy. You know, like for 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 finest to win a game against Fagma Sack, go ahead and beat Braves. Uh, you know, I don't think it'll happen, but. There's, there's a chance. Like I, think, the, I think the biggest concern will be the who shows up to the finest. Yeah, of course. That is the biggest concern right now. If if, a guy if, if the finest have up, their best, let's say their best eight out there. Yeah, they, they have a, they have a, a punch chance. I think they have a good right hook away from getting to uh, to the semifinal. And then look, if they play Braves, and the Braves are loaded with 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 talent, like that can take out everybody if they want to. But it, you're right, it could be a one off. But again, the, the likelihood likelihood of that happening is not as as confident as I would be in years past. The yeah, of made, course, made of course. Run. All right, uh, Division Two Eagle. So this is almost set, and I say almost because there's still t- a few games, I think literally two games left in this one. So, uh, And they are relevant in terms of what can actually happen in the playoff breakdown here. Yeah, so, I cannot believe this guy's going to be the playoffs. Killa Bees is playing Terror Squad, and Lightweight is playing Les Stud. So there's still some... Potential shifting in the bottom brackets there. It's okay. doubtful. I got to say, Mia Culpa, I didn't think uh, Lightweight would win a game. They won two while I left for uh, South America. So maybe that's the key to see most success is me not oh, being in the country. Man. Yeah, but you, so this is the funny part, right? They're technically, no cap has four points, and that screws this whole thing up, but they technically have the head-to-head against Killa Bees. So yeah. because it's a three-way tie... Killa Bees is winning on the 10-point PA. But theoretically, even if Killa Bees and Lightweight both lose, as long as Lightweight loses by 10 less points yeah. than Killa Bees loses, they're still in. Yeah, I think so. Okay. It's crazy. Yeah, it is it's pretty crazy. crazy. Uh, BYOB, uh, are we buying them as a as a two C? Like, uh, yeah, are, we, are we all in? Because you got bad boys. All in on BYOB. I'm all boys, in on. Though. I don't care. I'm all in on BYOB. I'm a huge. Are you fan. going on record that they're going to the finals? Um. Yeah. I was just not confident. Yeah, that was like. Uh, well, yeah, I'll take I can that. see Listad getting there. I can see Taco Tuesday getting. Well, it's like you're looking at the menu at a restaurant ish. with your wife, and you're like, okay, I'll take that. It wasn't a confident yes. Yeah. You see, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's late, like Well, because yeah. the thing is, uh, they've scored a ridiculous amount of points. Yeah, 354. Um, Matt Rene has looked absolutely amazing. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan. Uh, like, you, you, just, just paint me gray because I'm, I'm a BYOB fan. Um, I realize it's the color of half the teams in the division, but whatever. Um, oh, yeah. That's a good th- To me, the best, like, similarly to what we've seen in Division One, there's two teams that have really impressed uh, in Division Two, and that's Hashtag NR and BYOB. As for if, will anyone beat, the reason why I'm saying I can see BYOB in the finals is because the only time they'll ever have to play Hashtag NR is in the finals. Yeah, that's right. So for that reason, I can actually see a BYOB Hashtag NR final. Are we uh, discounting underachievers? Because they, a got, they got a tough matchup against studs. A little bit, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I can see they stud- like underachievers would have to beat Les Studs and likely BYOB to then go on and face, you know, a team like Hashtag NR or Terror Squad, Taco Tuesday. 
Uh, I can't see any of those teams, by the way, beating hashtag. Tar- oh, sorry, uh, Studs, Eagle, if they were to win and Terra Squad were to lose, they'd both be 5-5 five and five with Taco Tuesday at minimum. Yep. Um, who would get what in the 4-5 and 6? Well, Terra Squad would be 6-4. and four. Well, Terra Squad, if they were to lose. If Terra Squad yeah, were okay, to lose, yeah. right? And then Studs were to win, they'd yep. be 5-5 five and five with Taco Tuesday. So who would finish where in that whole puzzle? Taco Tuesday is definitely finishing first. They only have 250 points against. And then Terra Squad has a 36-point lead in terms of PA against Lee Studs. So it would likely finish like this. Okay. So, so I say likely because there's still an odd chance, but yeah. Studs underachievers would be... Oh, that is a brutal matchup. That is going to be uh, first one to like 60 wins. I think both teams can light it up if they want. Uh, I just think that underachievers 2.0 will be unlucky to draw a team like Studs who can score points, but the biggest problem for them guys is that they give up a lot of points, which has definitely been their downfall this past season. Okay. Agreed. Perfect. Other uh, matchups here, uh, PZ, with Terra Squad talking to you? To be honest, that's the one I want to watch most. Um, I'm excited by that game. If that game is plays out to fruition, and there's a lot of opportunity for that game to play out that way, uh, because um, I can see, um, you know, whether or not one finishes at four, one finishes at five. I don't. I don't think there's going to be much change there. We talked about it a little bit. There might be some shakeup, but I think um, I think we're we're likely to see either a five terror squad face a four Taco Tuesday or vice versa. Um, that's to me going to be the most interesting matchup. I think lightweight will get in and take a whip into hashtag NR. Um, in in the first round, um, and they stud underachievers. Those those two games to me are the ones I think would be most interesting. And I think uh, you know whoever wins four or five, you know it'll be an awesome game. And I think they stud are on the precipice of of uh, upsetting whoever they've played, and it might be it just might well be the underachievers two point All right, so let's get to coed. No, thirty-five plus. Thirty-five plus. Oh, sorry, I'll lose your track here. We plus. actually we do. know. <laughs> so these are final matchups. So the playoff schedule is already set. They are playing tonight. So the semifinal round is happening tonight. I already have some results, um, but you guys don't. So what we'll do first is you'll predict the winners, and then I will tell you who won the games. Okay, so go with the games, please. All right. So we'll go with the in the tier one of the uh, uh, 35 plus league. So OAS got a buy by finishing in first. So you have Mon- a monster playing the MTL Spitfire in the first semifinal tonight. Give me monster. Give me monster as well. Uh, MTL Spitfire could uh, definitely, definitely upset them. MTL Spitfire is is the uh, team with Carmelice and and, and Cole, right? Yeah. I can see that. I can see a um, somewhat of a uh, of a an upset here. No, wait, he's not on the team. Oh yeah, he is. Okay, that's the team. Yeah, that's the team with Sha- with uh, with Avram, Sean Kennedy, Karen Pelici, Adi Sharma. Uh, yeah, I can see that team definitely uh, pulling out the upset. But that said, uh, when they faced each other earlier in the season, uh, Monster won one game. Uh, we saw a forty all tie. Um, if this game goes to 40 again, I do give the advantage to a monster. So before you announce, can you just type in the name in the uh, bracket? So we'll be like, oh my God, that's who won? It's yeah. a little bit tricky to do, but I can maybe you do You did it. it before. Do it crappily like you did the other one. Exactly. <sighs> like he's so, he's 
Pensive right now. He's trying to think. How I'm do trying to this? figure out how to do it. Properly. How to do this properly? Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay, and wait for it. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. All right. All right. And the winner of this game is. Okay, wait. Wait, wait hold on. I'm gonna do this properly. I'm gonna do this properly. The Spitfire won. They won 34 to 33. See, it didn't go to 40. That's why. Didn't you say the opposite? What? Didn't you say the opposite? I said if it goes to 40, Monster will win. Oh, okay. It didn't go to 40. Had Monster scored one more time, it would have gone to 40. Who would have won the game, Eagle? Just saying. Piece of genius. All right. So the next game that I know the results of is going to be in our Tier 2 final. So ODH Outlaws have already advanced to the finals. So we have Pacemakers versus Grumpy Old X-Men. So you guys make your pick. I'm going to set this up. I like Pacemakers. Uh, Bruno Lajoie, Chris Brockwell, and Nim Janikovsky. They're all gritty guys who do a lot of different things on the field. Chris Brockwell is one of the best players no one knows. He's got tremendous speed. Give me uh, Pacemakers over Grumpy Old X-Men. Pacemakers. Okay, why? I like their name. Grumpy All <laughs> X-Men. I, I told you, man, this is like a division that has isolated itself from everyone else. All right, fine. That's how I feel about it. You know how I feel about it. It is Pacemakers. Yeah, right. There we go. Without right. knowing anything about them, I picked them to win. And I have one more game for you right now. If we get more results, I can definitely update them. So it's going to be uh, the game between JMJ and FPF. Uh, so it's going to be one of these two seeds. So either the higher one or the lower one. You don't know which one it is. Um, so I want to know what your prediction is. FPF. Yeah, so like it's we're never going to go against a team called FPF, right? Especially given the fact they're 7-1 all season long, uh, scoring a ton of points. Um, we, we, these guys are, are sort of, you know, some of the most familiar names in FPF, quarterback, of course, by Robbie Robinson. Um, I don't see them losing this game. Give me FPF. All right, and the winner is... What did I just do? Yeah, what the hell did you just do? I clicked the wrong thing. It is a FPF. So they're going to be the high seed. They won 38 to 33 against JMJ. So they're going to be here in this high seed. As for the Pizzazz Polviz game, I believe that's happening like now. Can we call up uh, Faisan, please? I uh, can try and find out. Yeah, so that's the 930 game that's literally finishing now. So let please me call see Faisan. if I can reach him. Yeah, call Faisan now. Ask him what's the. Uh, What's the DNA like right now for the players knowing that this is the last game ever in FPF history? That's not how Also, this ask works. him to test the DNA and see if anybody has coronavirus. Yes, exactly. Do we now have that special like machine to see how the body temperature is for everyone? It's a tongue. Mm -hmm. You just lick people's faces. Don't yeah. do that. That's is a really that bad idea. That works? Really, that's a public health concern. Yeah. Don't pull up Brad Marshan. Hold on. Let me. I have to go find his number. Hold oh, on. thanks a lot, Eagle. All right. So, uh, so again, just to uh, update again, uh, breaking news. Two and a half hours ago, we broke it that the FPF is on hold until further notice because of the coronavirus that has impacted everyone worldwide. So after today's games at Bay Durfee, there will be no FPF games until further notice. Uh, we don't know. It could be a week. It could be two weeks. We don't know. And uh, the FPF, uh, for all the captains who are on that emailing list, uh, keep your eyes open because uh, the FPF will have something to update eventually at some point, perhaps next week, if not soon enough. So as we now go to Faizan Munoir, 
Hopefully he answers. Hello. Faisan. Hey, Faisan, my dude. Yeah, homie. What's hey, up, how's buddy? it going, guys? Good, good. You're on the well, show. Can, can you call me in two minutes? I'm just doing the rosters. Yeah, okay. we go. We go. Who, who won the Povis Pizzazz game? Uh, hold on. Dale. Yeah. Dale. Well, we, oh, wait. It's going on right now. It's going on right now. What's the score? Is that game winner? Dale, is that game winner? Is that game winner? We don't know. Not, yet, not there. There's no time left. I think uh, the purple Pizzazz is down right now. Pizazz is down. down. Okay. Povis is winning. And yeah, by any chance. Yeah, hold on. Look at this. Just yeah, hold on one second. Do your thing. Do your thing. Keep us on hold and uh, keep the phone open. I want to hear what you have to say to these guys. Okay, okay. Hold on. This is the compelling radio. This is that awesome stuff right now. <laughs> I love when people are like this, man. Like, yo, what are we doing here? For real? I mean, I wish he would fill with, like, some commentary. I would, but I don't know what he's doing right now. It's okay. He's a, he's a uh, podcast virgin. He is. He's never had sex on a podcast before. That is, is that how true. that works? I believe so. So your thoughts, PZ, on the whole uh, coronavirus with us now being on hold. Uh, oh, here you go, Faisan. Sorry, PZ. Yo, what up? Yo, Mo. Who's this? It's a favorite. Oh, <laughs> it's troubling. Yeah, there's many favorites. Dude, I guarantee you if it's a male voice, it's probably yeah. not most favorite. Mo, you already know who this is. No, nah, I have no idea who this is. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know who this is? No. The boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm a boy too. It's Noah, stupid. Who? Who's Noah? It doesn't matter who it is, <laughs> you idiots. Who's Noah? Exactly. Who's Noah? Like the guy who built the ark? Yeah. Noah Smallwood? He's everyone's boy. Okay. We want updates on these games. So, Mountain Goats in Here for the Beer in 6D. Do we have a winner? Uh, Mountain Goats in Here for Beer. What, did they play? That's they played at 9.30. That was on field Five one. Did they, did, who won between uh, Here for the Beer and the other? Mountain Goats and Here for Beer. Who won? Mountain Goats, Mountain Goats won. Okay, Mountain Goats won that one. Uh, field two, the 35-plus game. Polviz and Pizzazz. It's it's still on right now. What's the score? Oh, sorry. Polviz uh, just won. Polvich just won. They advanced. Amazing. All right. And then yeah. the last game, just to give me an update, on field three, there was Les Santard versus the Tide. Uh, the Tide won. Cool. Okay. So Santard have one less game to make playoffs potentially. All right. Awesome, guys. Perfect. Right, no, go to bed, man. Uh, hey, no pennies, man. I have no school. No, my no school. I think I'm a real tough guy. Because the people like you, the people get sick, Mo. It's true, man. Okay. It's okay, nice deep voice over there. By listening to your voice. Yeah, okay. It's awful. It's awful. Just shit on the radio. Noah. I'm five foot eight. I'm short, shorter than the dad. Yes, okay. Goodbye, Noah. All right, All thanks, best. guys. Peace. See you, guys. That got heavy All right, fast. so that means that in the bottom tier, we're going to have an FPF versus Pol G, so one versus two seeds that are going to be in our finals. So, interesting. That we're not going to cover because we're not broadcasting these finals. Yeah. Indeed. Because they're hermits. Indeed. Yeah. Okay. The crotchy old old people. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so this might be it for us, huh? I mean, for now. We'll see. We'll see when we come back. We might have a show next week. We might not. We might do some informational, educational topics. We might just... Like what? Chalk talk. With who? Mokan. We're not okay. doing chalk talk. It was awful.
So boring. So Let's do another chalk talk. It was the least okay. interesting thing we've ever the, done. The reality is, uh, there's no FPF games. At, at today, good. no FPF games. Uh, we won't know when we're back. And we hope to be back sooner than later because I know it's playoff time and the holidays are coming up for the uh, Eastern Passover weekends. But for now, we're on a hold and uh, hopefully this is going to be resolved as soon as possible. So stay safe. Don't be in big crowds as they've encouraged. And wash your hands. That is a key element to wash your hands and drink lots of fluids. Eagle, wrap it up. Yeah! From all of us here at Calling the Audible, thanks. Stay safe. See you soon. And thanks for watching this show. We were never coming back. That's quite a way to end a segment. <laughs>